Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Night Citizens Against Harmful Technology Conference Call. I'm Neil Chevrier, the moderator. Our website is w.citizensaht.org. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. We've worked hard to do this. Uh, You'll find it to be a very technically minded, uh, informative website. There's a 44-page booklet uh, that that Skizit, the webmaster, put together after years of research and years of being targeted. Uh, it's called What is a Targeted Individual? Uh, it's a good idea to have some kind of material with you. Not only is it informative and helpful uh, for you, but if you had a confrontation with people or police or anything like that, uh, and they want to just run the protocol that they're told to run and you know, ask you if you have any kind of a, a history of mental health problems, uh, then you can say, well, no, actually, I have this booklet from this website that that has uh, got, I think, over a million hits on it. People are going to to the citizens' website from all over the world, and we have a little thing that shows us uh, who's come from where. It's it's from all over the world, so um, it's a worthwhile investment. I'm not doing a sales pitch here or anything. Uh, even if you had the book Invisible Crime from Michael Bell, uh, it, it shows pictures of MRIs with implants uh, and tells quite a story. It's not a real long book. It's pretty simple to read, uh, and it's in simple terms. And having some kind of tangible information with you if somebody confronts you in a way, and then you coming from the total perspective that you've done nothing wrong, your tax money is being used to torture and mess with your life in bad ways, and it's wrong. And uh, law enforcement's hands are tied in some ways to have to follow protocol, but they're still people, and they have feelings, and they stick their necks out for people for really not that much money in, in many cases. So when when you stand with them as a person and you give them information and you explain some of the things that are happening that are a threat to the whole human race and that you care enough to go pass out flyers uh, or inform people about bad technology and let them know the things that that are affecting their health in bad ways that that they should you know realize the truth about it all and stop supporting it, uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, their their tune will change, and they'll realize your sincerity, and, and they'll realize that we are in harm's way, and a handful of maniacs wants to steal the world right, right out from under us. 
and they've been using our money and and our energy to build all these systems to get to the point that they are now. And the truth is coming out about a lot of things and a lot of dirty people. Like I mentioned earlier on BeforeIt'sNews.com, apparently President Trump has released information that incriminates George Bush Sr. in the murder of John F. Kennedy, and it names the organization uh, that is responsible that George Bush was affiliated with. Uh, there's really nasty stuff coming out on Hillary Clinton. Um, anyway, I don't need to go into detail about all that because I don't need to. The truth is coming out about a lot of things. All the pedophile ring, human trafficking stuff, uh, big things are happening in that direction. So uh, your good thoughts picturing good things happening and us taking our world back do have some power to them. So remember that when you're feeling powerful. Put some thoughts towards picturing uh, everybody being put where they deserve to be put based on your actions. And this world has shown me in 60 years of life that eventually you do get back what you put out. So pay it forward, do kind things, and when you're in need, you'll see kind things come back to you. And people that are doing the opposite of that will see the opposite happen to them. So let's see. For anybody who's new here, you can go to TalkShoe.com and you can make a username and a password and put the call ID 134999 up there in the call ID box at the top right. And you can go into the chat room and chat with people in the chat room and you can listen to the call from your computer speakers or you can call in to um, use star 8 on your phone to request to be unmuted if you're not unmuted and you'd like to speak or share or ask a question. And once you are unmuted, when you're done speaking, if you could hit star 6 on your phone to mute yourself to help keep the background noise down, that helps. And then you can hit star six anytime you want to unmute yourself. Uh, people that are pretty respectful of not making background noise or muting themselves when they're going to, I just leave unmuted all night. So you know, I may have 25 people on the call unmuted because um, I know they're responsible and considerate and all that. And that way we get to have more interaction from more people. Just use the system like that. It works pretty well. The views of the callers are not necessarily the views of Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Uh, really just meaning, you know, whatever information that you take from the calls or the website is uh, up to you at your own discretion to decide what you choose to use to help yourself with health issues and and with things to protect yourself that require your own discernment and in some cases uh, professional help, which hopefully at this point won't be from the American Medical Association. Boy, I should put that in a disclaimer, shouldn't I? Get yourself a competent health practitioner. Uh, if you're told bad news by medical industry from laboratories, can't get guarantee that the information you're getting is accurate. 
This is in a document uh, about a whistleblower from the syndicate explaining about people being misdiagnosed on purpose. Uh, so second opinions and hopefully reliable sources for accurate lab tests is important. Nanotechnology is found in pharmaceutical products, so anything that you can find of a healthy alternative uh, to get yourself off of that stuff. Uh, George Bush Sr. was the CEO for Eli Lilly Pharmaceutical Industry. Um, designer diseases have been created to cause people suffering and slow death, and the medical and pharmaceutical industry have majorly prospered off this uh, purposeful lab test that would not find the underlying causal agent uh, has also made people who've invested in labs a whole lot of money. And the consumer, once again, walks away not getting the help that they deserve. So uh, doing your own homework and, and finding out the truth and asking questions if you're having you know, a variety of health problems especially on this call because we have some good people here that, that have information and experience to share. So just be kind with each other, have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. You know, remember, I mean, we're really lucky for this to have the diversity and the unity that our group offers to bring empowerment for everyone because having to take a crash course in what's been silently done in the background for for just about a hundred years. The first implant technology, from what I understand, goes all the way back to the 30s. Now we're dealing with nanotechnology, things like quantum dots and smart dust and carbon nanotubes uh, that are doing bad things and also acting as semiconductors and two-way radios. So to hook everybody up to supercomputers would be any crime syndicate's dream come true to be able to control the human race like a bunch of puppets, steal from them, read their minds, turn people against each other, break up everything that has anything to do with love. And this is what we're fighting against, you know, maybe someday on a bigger level our our souls will be hanging out together and, and we'll say, you know, we fought this fight because it was right and good and it had value and purpose. And that'll be something that you can be proud of. You're in a good fight and if we weren't in this fight, there would be no fight. They would just come in and mow over the top of most of the population that knows something's wrong but doesn't really have a clue what the depth of it is. And once again, I honor you all for your bravery uh, in sticking around and being loving and supportive and helpful. And, and it's okay to be grouchy and blow off steam and you know let out your feelings here on the call. This is part of the camaraderie we share because uh, you know the people that love you are the people that understand. And for a lot of us, friends and family and co-workers and all that have turned away for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's just too scary and, and people don't want to know and they're hoping that we're crazy because then that would mean we're wrong. But we're not. 
go into much detail about that. It is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Become a targeted individual warrior. Spread the truth wherever you can. You know, the things that I've mentioned about smartphones and Wi-Fi and 5G, increasing the frequency range and the intensity, people's phones being used against them, people's phones being used to GPS them and send the coordinates uh, back to a fusion center that can distribute out the information to satellite and cell towers that are equipped for basically warfare. Um, letting people know whatever you think that they can handle and getting them to stop supporting the things that are hurting everybody at this point. Like I said, uh, they're saying 5G will increase brain cancer incidence 70%. That's very significant. I'll do my best as your moderator to make sure that everybody gets a turn to share. Uh, it, it is my policy, and it's important to me uh, that nobody doesn't get a chance to speak or ask a question. Um, talking endlessly, changing the subject, and interrupting break the flow of, el of healthy interaction. So get in the flow, be polite, and considerate so we can have a productive call. Um, I've been a moderator for about five years, and I've learned to spot these kind of little diversion strategies, so I'm not very tolerant of it. So those who aren't sincere, you might as well just go away. If you have an emergency situation that you need to share to get some help, just let me know if you can wait till the conversation that's happening ends. Do so. If you can't wait, then you know, just say, hey, I've got an emergency situation. Uh, and there's a lot of good people, like I said, with a lot of helpful information to share. And, and we'll do our best to get you some help for your situation. And just remember that others are waiting to share, too. So get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Um, welcome to the call. Uh, if you haven't been over to citizensaht.org, do go over there. There's you know, an overwhelming amount of information there, really. But it's pretty well laid out. So if there's information you want on particular topics to have a better understanding, Skizit's a great researcher, and a lot of you out there have passed a lot of in information to us in the last five years. And you know, it's part of our job is to be in information hub and, and get that information out there all in one place where people can, you know, come and see the, the painted picture of what's going on in these times. So uh, for anybody who'd like to start a conversation or uh, just people that are used to being unmuted and hit star six and keep their background noise down, hit star eight on your phone and that will let me know that you'd like to be unmuted. So welcome to the call. Neil? Yes. Yes, uh, Barbara in Cincinnati. Hi, Barbara. Uh, last week I mentioned a couple books that I said were just full of uh, information that was pertinent to all of us. 
and you asked if I could give a, uh, you know some information from those books tonight to give you an idea of a possible purchase and you know what it would cost and so forth. Yeah. Uh, the uh, one that I've got in my lap right now is uh, Jim Mars, and you're familiar with him as a uh, author. Uh, and it's entitled Population Control, How Corporate Owners Are Killing Us. And this is concerning our food supply. And there's something here that I didn't know, but it's something that would affect everyone almost on a daily, if not weekly, basis. In uh, one chapter that is titled Deadly Food, it says that when uh, we're not um, creating our own harmful food products, We're adulterating existing natural foods. Beef is a staple of the American diet. Despite the fact that many Americans eat beef several times a week, most have no idea that the feedlot cows they're consuming subsist on a diet of garbage and waste products. Cattle are often fed poultry uh, litter, the agriculture industry's uh, term for the waste picked up off the floors of chicken cages consisting of feces, feathers, and uneaten chicken feed. A typical sample of poultry litter may also contain antibiotics, heavy metals, disease-causing bacteria, and even rodent carcasses, according to the Consumers Union, the nonprofit organization that publishes consumer reports. And uh, it's not just uh, cows and chickens that are being fed poop. A a uh, greater and greater percentage of the uh, seafood eaten by Americans cu- currently, 50, 35%, is sourced from Asia, and these shipments are frequently contaminated. The FDA, ostensibly the uh, barrier between uh, contaminated food products and the U.S. market, admits that it in, uh, inspects only about 2.7% of imported food. Since 2007, FDA inspectors, despite the tiny percentage they see, have rejected 1,380 loads of seafood from Vietnam for filth and salmonella and 820 shipments from China. Now, that's just out of that one particular chapter on deadly food. Um, Wow. I have something else here that is... uh, here. Oh, uh, lax organic requirements are largely a legacy of backroom political deals. The industry-friendly regulators under the Bush administration had laws on the books to control those uh, these problems, but didn't have the political will to control them. And uh, he explained that as long as there's money to be made on organic products, there will always be the risk that the regulators will stretch to classify almost anything as organic. So we can't even trust our organic food now either. Yeah. But just an indication of what is in the book that I really feel is just chock full of such pertinent information for us I can just quickly uh, list the, the titles to some of the chapters. Uh, the Deadly uh, Government uh, and Drug Syndicate, 
uh, drugs, deadly medicine, deadly vaccines uh, gone to pot. That's about the marijuana. Psychiatric drugs and shooters, drugging the military. Uh, deadly. Oh! 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 Are you hearing that? Oh! Uh, oh. Neil, are you oh. hearing that? Okay, we got a hacker that's co-moderating. Yeah, reacting to the government situation here. He's probably one of them. Uh, deadly grains, deadly sweeteners, GMOs, deadly water, deadly air, a police state, the militarization of police, the rise of SWAT teams, and deadly force. And wrongful arrest, fall in here. And uh, death of the species, death of the mass media, and coming collapse with a question mark after that. And what he is saying up front in in the front of the book, the very first thing is that uh, um, he doesn't see much. Uh, optimism for the uh, human race right now as long as we're, we've got all these things going on that we yeah, have no, no control of. Um, well, there is a fight going on, so it's it's not hopeless, but we are sitting on the edge of our seats mm-hmm. for things that are being put in our bodies that we're going to have to face the truth about and deal with. Now, the other other book I mentioned last week was titled The CIA as Organized Crime, and that is uh, chock full of equally good information that I have not heard anyone mention on any of our calls, and I've got just a little blurb here, just a minute, trying to hold the phone on my ear, and I think I've lost my most of my shoulder muscle here. <laughs> Just a minute. I'm getting the book open. Um, it says, it, and this is uh, the back of the book. It's called The War on Terror as the Greatest Cover-Up Op Ever. Or Covert Op Ever, I'm sorry. Uh, in the next national emergency, the next financial meltdown or environmental catastrophe, cadres will be mobilized shout slogans and appeal uh, just a minute here and appeal to our traditional values or diversity. Their managers will review reports about the suspicious activities of terrorist surrogates. The uh, definition of a terrorist will be expanded to include people deemed dangerous to the public order. at which point the non-believers will be arrested on criminal charges for political offenses like protesting climate change. It's not hard to imagine a few of the most highly motivated uh, cadres grabbing ropes and forming lynch mobs and going after those who refuse to stand for the national anthem. Only 5% of the people need to be organized in this fashion to install a fascist dictator in the United States. That is the ultimate objective of the greatest covert operation ever, the one in which the off uh, the oligarchs uh, steal everything you own. 
The 5% who resist will be subject to compromise and discredit operations like the letter the FBI sent to Martin Luther King Jr., encouraging him to commit suicide. Forged documents like the ones the Bush regime used to justify the illegal invasion of Iraq will become indistinguishable from real ones. So that's that's just out of one, one chapter here. But this, this book is uh, like 500 and some pages. It's uh, Kenneth, or Douglas Valentine. Uh, it's got, it's got uh, just ever. It's loaded, loaded with information that I have not heard on news reports in uh, periodicals, newspapers, or any other media source. And I am not on the computer uh, Wi-Fi and the uh, uh, Facebook and all that. I'm, I'm not into that at all. So this is what I'm, and this is nothing that I have in the way of. Uh, surreptitious information. These are from books that were published, that were on, on uh, uh, bookstores, on the shelf, or purchased by anybody. So this is nothing secret. This is nothing that's hidden that I'm just, uh, you know, quoting from the book right now. Well, those are the two books that I highly recommend, and I, I'm an avid reader. I guess being a former educator, I that's just my nature. But I have read a lot of books. I've got a lot of books of my own here, probably a small mini library. And these two are, in particular, I think are, are very, very uh, informative and very worthwhile reading. That's all I wanted to say, Neil. I just wanted to get back to you. I didn't want you to think that I had forgotten my promise to uh, look up some information on these two books last weekend. And so I just wanted to have you know that I had pulled off those uh, uh, you know, readings and if you have any questions, why, you know, I'll answer what I can. Okay, thank you. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate your efforts. I have one question. Go ahead. Well, from what she just read, that last sentence she read, I, I wish that she would uh, repeat it or reread that last sentence where it said, Something will become indistinguishable from the other. Um, the last the, sentence that uh, you read to us. On the CIA book? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just know it's the last sentence you read. Well, let me get back to my page here and see if I can pull that out. I've got some markers in here. Um, Go ahead, Neil, with someone else's question while I look this up. Okay. Neil, yeah. try to... Hello? Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yes. Oh, wow, you can hear me. This is Laura from Colorado. Um, I have heard about your website before. This is citizensaht.org? That's correct. Um, I've never been able to pull it up here in Colorado, and I've done it from several different computers, tried it from other computers. It says, you know, the server's not there. What it says. But I'd let you know that because I have heard about it and I've tried to get on it several times. Just now, actually. Really? What are you using for uh, an operating system? Um, I'm on a Mac and oh, you uh, okay. have Safari. And, but, yeah, I've tried on different computers like across town. We're out in Parker, um, you know, so I've tried on all different systems just to try to pull up your website. And certain websites that, yeah, that I hear are popular, I haven't been able to pull up at all. 
And this is really. Yes. I'm not really familiar with Mac because I never used one. Is there any kind of filters that, or antivirus? No, I mean, I've heard like Locked. 10 different times from a lot of different computers. From anywhere, think, yeah. I don't think, yeah. I, I remember not your website, but when I was in Idaho, I was able to pull up some of these websites that wouldn't come up here. Um, try, doing have, a, try doing a search just for Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Yeah and see what comes up. All right, I will. I'll do that. Thanks. Give you a link. Yeah, let me know how you do on that because... Uh, you know, I've been having a real hard time getting any kind of uh, good information here. Right, if it's controversial and, you know, there is a lot of interception going on and fake pages can come up and things can be blocked, so... Yeah, no, I've had a lot of interception on all my phone calls on... Most of my messages, a lot of my texts, so it's frustrating, but I'll try that. Um, just go in the opposite and looking for citizens getting powerful technology. Thank you. Neil, I'm on a Mac, and um, oh. and I can find you easily. Okay, try Firefox, and if 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 um if this one the ones you mentioned don't work for you, try Firefox. Okay. I've also been to the library. I go to the library and, and um, try to get information. That's usually my safest bet <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Um, I will. I'll try those different search engines. See what I can come up with. Neil. Thanks. Yes, Barbara. Yeah, I found uh, the quote here uh, that she requested. Uh, it says, uh, it's just a small little paragraph here. It says, the, that is the ultimate goal of the greatest covert operation ever, the one in which the oligarchs steal everything you own. The 5% who resist will be subject to compromise, and that's in quotes, compromise and discredit operations like the letter the FBI sent to Martin Luther King Jr., encouraging him to commit suicide. Forged documents like the ones the Bush regime used to justify the illegal invasion of Iraq, will become indistinguishable from real ones. That's what I wanted to hear. Thank you. That's You're exactly welcome. right. Thank you. Four documents versus uh, authentic. Mm-hmm. And it says, amid the, this is an addition, amid the confusion... The CIA will activate assassination units within the front organizations it has placed around the country and plant plastic explosives in school buses, not as training exercises, but as provocations to call in the militarized police. Yep. Yep. And that's why I think this book has got a lot of valuable information that we need to be aware of. Oh, here's here's the last thing. Property values will plummet, blood will run in the streets, and 10,000 Trumps and Clintons safely ensconced in their pre-secure Israeli-style um, residence will buy everything on the cheap. This is the Phoenix future, the ultimate goal of the greatest covert operation ever. Yep. Not a pretty Correct. picture. Not, not a pretty picture, but it paints, uh, I think, a pretty good, honest picture of uh, yeah. what we need need to be prepared for. 
Yep, I agree. And, you know, like I said, just realize we are in a fight and there wouldn't be anybody on our side if we weren't here. <laughs> yep. Giving them a run for their money, and that's what we have to do because this is our world, too. If they don't want to share, then they're the ones who belong in prison where they can't hurt people anymore. Well, it's it's a pretty big uh, situation I saw some time ago. I said to someone, too, I said, I don't think that this situation is ever going to dry up until the money dries up, and the money is not going to dry up. There are some things that could completely collapse, and we would have to start over and rebuild everything. It's certainly going to take a miracle, and like I said before, I think it's a grassroots effort for as many people to educate as many people as you can, even if it's just about the 5G and uh, the severe threat to everybody's health for supporting those systems and using them. Because the bottom line is if everybody would just put their smartphone down and not pay the bill, uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't be making any money. They'd have to stop. And unfortunately, systems that have been put in place, like somebody wrote in the chat room, uh, apparently even Department of Homeland Security is admitting that there's rogue cell towers up that don't even belong to uh, any telecommunications industry. So it's it's become very obvious, and the truth is coming out in many directions. It's just a matter of getting to the very top and, you know, I mean, I think there probably is some good people in Congress, and I think that their hands are tied. Apparently, the CIA is just giving itself pretty much an unlimited budget, and they're quite a threat to the world because that group has been really the backbone of a secret society that has its own agenda and consideration isn't a prerequisite. Well, I read, Neil, that uh, the CIA have uh, put some of their expenses into the budgets of other agencies, so they can't be uh, uh, obvious. And, of course, much of what they're doing is using drug money, and that's why the drug trade is not drying up, for one. Yeah, of course. Selling children, 50 grand a child. On the black market. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, it's all right. You know, George Bush is also being implicated in heroin trafficking. Whoa. He ran the CIA for 20 years. Yeah. So all that drug trafficking stuff and good old Bill Clinton was selling cocaine when he was the governor of Arkansas, had a nice little smuggling operation. Uh, The truth really is flying out. And uh, I'm just going to say this because I'm observing it. Uh, in, In realizing your own power... Uh, if we were all trained in school to focus and, you know, you say, I want that candy apple 10-speed bicycle. 
also bring to me whatever it's going to take for me to get the money together to have that. If you keep your focus on that, you get it. And we weren't trained about how powerful our focus is. What I'm noticing is what would it be like for an organized crime network to implant everybody with variety of technology uh, through the years as it's evolved. Now it's become microscopic, so it's very easy to put in all kinds of things. So you could say that everybody is hooked up to this network and then to be able to hook them up to a supercomputer. And what I'm noticing is that wherever you put your thoughts, I'm picturing these supercomputers having so much data that they deliver what it is that you're afraid of. So if you keep your focus on those things, then you're really disempowering yourself. Um, to, to be the full potential of a human is to, to have the focus and to have the discipline, you know. Fear thoughts can come in about things, you know, driving a car on a bald tire and you're nervous, am I going to make it all the way, or your gas tank's almost on empty and you want to make it to the next gas station. And that thought can come into your head, oh my God, am I going to run out of gas and get stuck out in the middle of nowhere and, you know, all those thoughts run wild. Or or then you could just say, you know what, an angel could just put a couple drops more in there uh, and believe it and make it. And how many times <laughs> I've coasted up to a gas station and just got out of the car laughing and saying thank you. Uh, so it's the same thing. And I think for those who understand what I'm talking about to uh, realize these supercomputers are hooked up to everybody. They are designed to undermine and turn the human race against each other and and against our own selves as individuals. So pay attention to your thoughts. When a fear thought comes in, just say, you know, okay, well, it's something to look at, but it's certainly not something to dwell at because the supercomputers are taking the data in that you're thinking about and then delivering back the things that you have fear about. By disciplining yourself more, uh, you'll be amazed, I'm telling you, from true experience uh, in changing your own reality as much as you can. I mean, th this whole parasitic uh, energy is is just so selfish that it just wants us to keep our focus on being TIs and being victims and all that. And yeah, we're suffering <clears throat> and the world is in harm's way. And even if these systems weren't happening, uh, just with the monopolies, you know, stopping us from running our cars on water, uh, from being able to make free electricity with over unity devices that don't cause pollution, uh, they are stopping these things on purpose. Nobody can go into production that has some of these devices, you know, in a, a big way to make it commercially available to everybody uh, because they, they end up paid off, told to shut up, threatened, or dead. Uh, it's the same thing that's happening in the health industry. So many people that have come up, for, uh, come up with a variety of cures for cancers and diabetes and other diseases, it's taking money away from the medical and pharmaceutical industries 
And uh, believe me, they do have a medical mafia. It's cost-effective business for them to hire thugs that uh, will, you know, do these bad things towards health practitioners, and and too many of them have ended up dead. So um, there's a lot of bad stuff going on, even without these systems. Um, we can't keep going the way we are because we're destroying the earth. Whoever was crazy enough to make a decision to do what they did at Fukushima, uh, it's killing the ocean all the way up the West Coast. Uh, but there's also some good technologies, scalar technology uh, from me studying the the history of about 100 years of scalar technology can actually make a blanket around radiation fallout. Uh, there's enzymatic therapies, things like Standard Oil developed one that could eat oil. So if there was an oil spill, they could put out these enzymes and the byproduct would be pure water. Uh, so there are answers. We we could turn this around. And uh, I see the biggest threat that we are to their agenda is realizing our own power. And our power is in our thoughts and our focus. And if if we rise to the occasion and realize the truth and what I'm saying and apply it, it's only going to make us better people because... Uh, there is plenty of people out that are that are you know saying all, all these corruptions that are happening. Just send some energy to people that are in positions to expose these bad things and get them stopped. Somebody mentioned on the call earlier about breaking up a a pedophile ring that involved seventy thousand people. You know, do you know how many children? We'll, we'll get to go home and be in a safe place and be loved and nurtured and cared for like they should be. I mean, th this is joy to tears. So don't think for a minute that this is an exercise in futility. Uh, I see it as a, a battle that we're in. And if we value and honor the creation that we get to live in enough to do something, even if it's some little thing that you do, Letting somebody, you know, see some beautiful family with a couple of beautiful kids and mom and dad are standing there with their smartphones and you could just walk up and, and say, hey, you know, I, I heard brain cancer is going to go up 70% because now for you to get better reception, 5G has come in. Uh, you know, go do a little bit of research on that. We're, we're going to put some, some little uh, business card things together and make them available on the website and probably print up a few thousand of them that we can you know, send out to get people to just be able to simply hand somebody a card and say, hey, you know, uh, these things are causing serious health problems. And you can go to the websites on the back of the card and, and take a look at, at the validity of the research that's been done. Because stopping supporting what's going on and exposing the bad things and the word prayer means focus, so put your prayers out there, put your focus out there, picturing the, these people that are putting the whole human race in harm's way, being put where they can't hurt anybody anymore. Uh, there is you know, this 
probably the worst time in human history. And we all know enough to be sitting on the edge of our seats, but we're not helpless. So I ask you to practice this in your thoughts. If you knew the realization that you are hooked up to a supercomputer, that it is the reason that friends and family will act irrational or become really angry uh, or act out of character, it's because we are all hooked up to this. And it has uh, like a flow chart. And the flow chart just has so much data, more than any one human could ever gather in one place to say in a particular situation to generate the type of outcome which it's designed to be sabotage of anything good or anything with love involved in it, which is caring, um, realizing what you really are being challenged by and then watching your thoughts and redirecting your thoughts what is a supercomputer going to do if it just keeps getting back more good, more love? It, it, it's not designed for that purpose. And I see things neutralized just by not putting my focus towards fear thoughts when they come up. So don't choose it, and you won't bring it to you, and you won't be feeding a supercomputer that's designed and run by organized crime networks that wants to steal our planet and everything we've worked hard for. Don't ever doubt that you're right and good and that you've done nothing wrong. And don't ever, uh, what do I say, don't, don't stifle down your feelings that your tax money has been used to hurt us all. It's been used to steal from us. It's It's been used for, for things that we would not have supported. And this corruption has gone on for for far too long. And we're the generations that have inherited this mess. And if we don't do anything else, we sincerely do our best to take our world back and provide a decent, safe, healthy, loving future for the children of the human race and get ourselves back on track for our full potential. Okay, that's my thoughts for the day, kids. Anybody has anything they want to share or questions to ask or stuff to add, hit star eight on your phone and I'll be happy to unmute you. Uh, hello? You are unmuted. Yes. Uh, hello? Yes, hello. Yes, we hear you. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, my name is a target guy or Guy Potter. You know, I'm a 35-year victim of this uh, remote neural monitoring. Yeah, I noticed you were saying that you know, you're the organized crime and all, but I, maybe you were thinking a little deeper as the government organized crime because my stalkers, I hired a detective and they do get over $1,000 every two weeks. Well, it was, it was like 980 or so. Every two weeks, that was the check they get from the government. And according to IntelliHub, they, uh, this is NSA and FBI private contractors, although I did hear a different version last night on, on uh, PAX saying that it has something to do with the Air Force. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. As I'm just not sure what the Air Force connection is. Maybe FBI and NSA using the uh, uh, 
technology of the Air Force. I'm not sure. Well, I just wanted to bring that up and see what you had to say about that. Yeah, the, the military-industrial complex has been infiltrated. Our government has been infiltrated. Uh, if anybody's on a speakerphone, just hit star six so it doesn't go on the call. You know, another thing I like to bring up. I mean, I think there's a lot of gaslighting of this going on. I mean, for years you'll see all the the videos, even with Jesse Ventura and other. And the end conclusion is, oh, all this uh, uh, voice in the air stalking is just in your head. It's just, you know, it's like a covert thing. It's, a, but it's it's not. With the voice of God weapon, all people in the world hear it. You know, that's why they're sticking their tongues out and acting weird. They hear these stalkers in the air, viciously and vor voraciously talking to them. And, and but every time the conclusion is of these media types is oh it's all in the victim's head. Ninety nine percent of the people it's this stalking done with the voice of God weapon. And so I just want to throw that out there also. I mean I think it's just a major gaslighting effort as to what is really going on. Yeah, I mean it, it's all going on. I mean I, I have put up with this stuff for thirty five years. Um you know, I, I finally retired from the post office and I'm still working in private industry now, but it still goes on. State, I'm three states away from these people doing this, and you know I still hear their voice. They're still carrying on with the rude behavior campaign. Um, you know, the only reason they're doing it is they're paid. They're paid by the government to do this. And to this day, I have still not figured out. And I've asked myself, and what exact crime have I committed, or what have I did? You know, to get put into this program, and you know, it just it just uh, you know, not being a felon and not being uh, a criminal, I I really don't think anything I have did or you know would would uh, deserve this. And I think most of the victims feel the same way. They're they're asking themselves, what exactly did we do to do this, and how can it be resolved? And it, I don't think it is. Something. Can I say something? This is James. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Uh, what's your name? My, my name is Guy. Uh, Guy Guy Potter. Yeah, I've been a long oh, time. Oh, well, well, I know you. I know who you are from YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I've had some videos, satellite terrorism and others, but it's been years ago. I, you know, I, I just at the point where I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Yeah, I I think that this thing is worldwide and and. Uh, from what the the uh, Catherine Horton and the other ladies think, and I I go along with what they think. I believe what they think is that the the uh, intelligence agencies have kind of merged. Probably the one in the ones in the U.S. Um, did the same thing, but they aren't going. They aren't sticking their neck necks out quite as far. And I think they gave all of the countries in the world who wanted it the the, the uh, weaponry you know the stealth um yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point there because i was thinking what would happen if a person went to the ukraine or asia but yeah like you say a lot of this stuff is going on just about everywhere else in the, in the world and uh, as i so far i haven't heard of any uh, other country that you could go there and uh it wouldn't be too bad so I, i'm thinking maybe like a, a country with a different language might help because these stalkers are only capable of spreading their, their slander and their bullshit in English, you know, but if you go to a non-English speaking country, that may slow it down some. No, it will a little bit, but I've heard that they, like, for instance, in, um, what was it? 
what's one of those uh, uh, one of those South American countries has Ecuador. no uh, federal bank and and they don't have any uh, ties with the with the United Nicaragua. States. No, it's not Nicaragua. It's uh, oh, I can't think of it right now. It's where uh, Julian Assange is, and they don't have any ties with the U.S. And they are uh, they are getting people when people come over there to stay and live there. They get security people who are paid just the same. You're paid by U.S. companies. In other words, you're saying in communist countries this is going on also. I know that Brian, too, he says he seems to travel to Ecuador and to uh, different places, but uh, I'm not really sure if it's going on with him or these other places, but he seems to like to live in foreign countries, so I don't know, maybe the effect of people there. We ought to start thinking outside the box. What what if... uh, how much how much more do you think people can take before they start you know um being a little more aggressive and it, it, it depends on the person i i mean i've I've noticed you know you read in the newspaper every few months you know this person snapped and killed ten people and uh so and so committed suicide i mean that seems to be the end goal of all this is just to you know it, it is. basically that that's what this is one of the reasons I've survived so long is I just try to be mild with with people acting nuts and all and uh, try to use psychology as much as I can and uh, try to stay away from violent people is the really key to this because if you're around violent people and all I mean you know I mean basically they seem to want to workplace mob people out of their jobs and out oh, of yeah. life in general I mean it it's not been easy for me to hold a job for the post office 28 years like I did in our private industry it's just you know, other people just breeze on through it, uh, but not not me. When with this stuff going on, it is definitely not an easy thing to hold a job. But you know, I have mm-hmm. been able to. But and people, they really have that choice. Either you know, they get go on some psych drug and uh, get some disability check, or they can just try to be mild and hold a job. And it, it's not an easy choice. But that's been my choice: is just to hold the job. And you know, I can retire any time yeah, now. But um, it's just, it's just it, why my life has to be so miserable with this and others not, I, I, I still can't understand it. The countries you yeah. are looking for is Ecuador and South America, and Iceland is a place where I understand there is no targeting. Oh, I have no idea. One thing I've noticed is that for some, some, they must have some kind of mechanism, but the but the people that were chosen to be targets are not violent people, um, you know, on average. And uh, well, the people who were chosen my to theory be targets, anyone can be driven to violence. I mean, most people are mild, but it's like a dog. If you kick that dog and poke that dog enough, he's going to bite you in the ass. And that's how people are. You know, you keep provoking and provoking. Eventually, that person is going to snap. And, and this is what they're doing to people. That's, that's why I call it a provoke a person to prison program. And, and you know it's, it's it's not an easy thing to deal with. All right, let's just take for example Byron May and uh, Aaron Alexis. They were not apparently violent, but they turned to violence when they were like uh, trapped when they had no way out, and they they gave up pretty quickly. You notice they didn't they didn't say I don't think they were targeted at all. Yeah, well, that Myron Mayer, one of them, Eric Alexis, I, I think he had a history of 
someone pissed them off and he'd shoot their tires out and all. I mean, that's one thing that, oh, you know, even if someone pisses you off, you just can't get a gun and start shooting their tires out or something. I mean, some people are no, more prone right. to violence than others. I mean, let's face it, an older person is less prone to violence than a younger person, and that's just right. facts of life. So uh, I don't know how to say it. Right. He was a Christian, and he, uh, you know, he was ra- raised a Christian, and he had no violent tendencies that I could see. And yet he did the, you know, something very, you know, weird. Well, that just shows you, like I was saying earlier, you know, you can kick a dog and poke a nug, and eventually that dog is going to bite you. And, you know, this is the same with this program. And that's what they're trying to do. These these stalkers, they, they just keep eating at you and eating at you and provoking and provoking, and they're just waiting for the minute that you snap, and it's their big moment of victory. And, you know, I don't know what you have, but I have directed energy weapons. And I'll tell you what, that's it's getting really dicey for for me, for Donna, who's uh, my fiance, they're tearing her up. And she well, almost, you know, the directed energy thing is, you know, I know there's a few people out here in Arizona that say they have that as well, but, you know, what the, 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 the psychological torture with this voice of God weapon, it's a completely different issue. The pain issue, I know we, I mean, I've met several people, they, you know, claim that they're getting pain all the time, and it's one of those things that it's just tough to prove or say. I mean, you know, they say they're feeling pain, but there's no scars in it. Now, the one gal, Midge Mathis, she did have her face was completely red. So, you know, there's, there's probably something to it where they aim some beam and they're at the person. And, you know, she, she was the one out here that seems to know all about the directed energy. But myself, I don't know much about it. Well, I know, I know about it. I mean, I know enough to talk about it. And, you know, I've got a degree in electronics engineering technology. But but that's not, you know, we can talk about it without getting technical. You know, I, I don't have E2K myself, so and maybe it is painful. Maybe they turned it up so high that it's painful. But I don't know that. But but I'll tell you what. But do, it's not any shrill or hiss. It's a human being spreading slander, trying to get others to attack the person. That's basically what their whole favorite weapon is, that human is psychologically watching you with a spotlight. If he sees a violent person or other, his whole weapon is just spreading slander about the person and it turn people against you. That's all they do for decades, and that's what this is all about. That's part of the and agenda, I, I but we have a dead electrical I, engineer for taking his spectrum analyzers and going to see what's around. Uh, so there are plenty of us. I've been asked this since 1992 when they first attacked me. And the first obvious thing was telling me to take the pair of scissors in my hand and stick it in my heart. Then they tried to kill me. So, so they, they, you, you hear in their voice in the air. It's not. It's you. So in other words, these stalkers watching are, are telling you. You hear their voice in the air telling so you. It, to no, do this was a subliminal thought. They only did the voice in my head once, and I knew who it was because my next door neighbor was NSA. And so oh, I just was scared or impressed, and they didn't do that again. Yeah. You know, if a cop like that goes out, I, I've i never done that. But um, I'm thinking that maybe they will, the next thing they're going to do is target the targeted individuals for being crazy because they're, they're acting on, you know, crazy thoughts. And I know, I know that it was um, something that happened to you, and it's, Probably real, but I don't think we should even talk about that. 
Well, that's what this forum is all about. This forum is all about talking about targeting and, you know, these weapons used on people and uh, is there anything we can do to shield from it? I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, you can't, I definitely wouldn't discuss it with a psychiatrist or with a policeman. All they do is send Um, people to a mental institute. So who are you supposed to discuss this stuff with? (laughs) Believe me, I filed five charges with the police department. I went down there and say, this ex-neighbor, blah, 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 satellite terrorism, and all they'll do is send you for a psyche valve. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, hello? Somebody's using a speakerphone. If you're on speakerphone, please take it off or hit start. Speakerphone cause an echo on the call. Thank you. Go ahead, ma'am. Well, I don't know. Maybe me. I might have to hang up. What was that? The the, the echo might be from my end. I don't know. It sounds like it. Okay. Well, I'm just going through and muting one at a time to see if I can find it. Okay. Can you... Okay. If you can hear me, not me. Yeah, no. It's not you. Go ahead. I wanted to say to, um, because Guy said something that uh, struck a nerve with me. Guy uh, mentioned this is to provoke a person to prison program. And that should be the title of somebody's next book. The title will be what? Was what Guy said. Guy said this is a provoke a person to prison program. Yeah, because the organized crime networks own prisons and psych wards. Yes, but I thought that was a perfect way of summarizing what we go through on a daily basis, and I thought that would be a good title for a book. Yeah, that is a catchy title. Yep. Provoke a person to prison. How how would you get somebody to act out so they went went to prison? That's what they're always trying to do. Yep. So um, there's something funny going on here. They must they must have some some way of screwing with people's minds to get them to get over a barrier of gee I don't want to hurt anybody to yes I want to hurt somebody for money. That doesn't make any sense for as many people as they as they have. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, a lot of psychology. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I just wanted to say that uh, when you actually log on, I don't know if anyone is on the chat. Is anyone, like, on the computer? Yeah, there's a a good amount of people in the chat. Yeah, because what I I figured out, if you get on freeconference.com, like, on the, the, at the bottom, when you go, when you see radio on, there's, like, a, there's a, there's a button there for volume. So if you turn it on up too much, it will just create that feedback, that echo. If you put it all the way to the left, then you, it'll stop echoing. Yeah, it's in this case with TalkShoe, if somebody's using a speaker oh, phone. Oh, it's TalkShoe. Okay, sorry. I'm on the phone, so sorry about oh, that. It's okay. Thanks, Neil. Anything that helps is appreciated. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like Guy has uh, the echo coming back through his phone, so oh. I went to mute him and then unmute him. Okay. Uh, I, I'm on the internet now. Yeah. What do you guys think about this thing of uh, targeted justice? 
Well, I think they're doing good work. Anybody who feels inclined to jump on the bandwagon is good. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, I've been kind of looking at, um, you know, civil rights and constitutional right, like lawyers, and, you know, it'd be good if we can get the likes of ACLU to jump on something like that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean, and they really are, you know, barking up some of these trees because it's just too prevalent to ignore it. And there mm-hmm. was a time you know that, you know, they won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. It's too scary. They have been, they have been backing off from it all all the while because they uh, they realize it's the FBI's and all those other ones. They don't want to get in their way because they're afraid of what will happen, just like everybody else. Right. But something I've been... Do you think that they might be scared of losing grant money? Oh yeah, any, anything, any yeah. anything. Do they have grant money? And they, I understand they're doing. Aren't they doing experimentation on people as well? The ACLU is. Wow. Uh, I don't know um, the ACLU, but one thing yeah. I was thinking about is uh, that that directional meter that I've been using that was free. It is free. And I think it got corrupted. I think they might have bought it, bought it out from, bought the guy out who owned it, and put a bug in it. But it does work, and I can get it to do it every time. It's just that maybe other people can't do it. But I can, I would even fly somewhere and demo it. It it really works. And if everybody, just think of this: if everybody got one of those things, and you might already have a phone that you're using that's you can, uh, you know, so it's free. It's not going to cost you anything. So everybody had that and could tell where their perps are. Think how, wouldn't that kind of like clinch the ending of this thing when everybody knew where they were and they could, you know, freak these people out. They get freaked out when I know where they are. They get really pissed. But I know exactly where it's coming from. You know, it's coming from drones sometimes and it's coming from the house next door sometimes. And one of those, there, there's uh, cell phone towers, one in this town, but I don't think they use it. I think they use the close-up ones. I think they need to be within one to 200 feet of the target so that they can get reliable um, back and forth of, of their energy because it's, they have data piggybacked on it. And they have to, besides that, they have to break into the target's house and interact with the target put crap in there and take stuff out. This is not something you can, you can maybe you can do it from, from um, the South Pole, <clears throat> but why would, why would they just let people go anywhere they want and do this from, you know, from their bungalow? They want people interacting with the target. They want the targets interacting with them. You know, and, and from what I see, they want people fighting you know they want they want neighborhoods disrupted and they want to put they want to uh find out who is uh who is waking up who's smart who's who can lead people you know they want the stickers on the on the uh mailboxes and the only way they're going to get that is have these weapons inside the neighborhood then what i think is happening is some probably not the the locals probably not the on Site handler, but maybe off-site people are remoting into these weapons, 
and surveilling all the rest of the neighbors because they put them all over the place. So now what they've done is they've got, yeah, they've got, they're doing this false flag operation with the targets. But what they've also done is they put these weapons in people's houses for money. Then they use those weapons to surveil everybody and find out what they're thinking in their private moments because there are no private moments anymore. And if you think about how the NSA does it, their motto is collect it all. If they, if they didn't do what I just said, I would be surprised. I think they're surveilling everyone, every neighbor, every single one. And, you know, um, and if we also got that out, that would be a big hit. Well, that's part you know, of the whole divide and conquer strategy, isn't it, James? I mean, you keep people well, sure. against each other, afraid of each other, and busy treading water just to survive so that they can't turn their attention and unite to the core of the problem. Uh, this is so right. strategically studied. But really, bear in mind that if everybody had one of those cell phones that could do the metering and, and tell where they are, and, and it kind of goes along with what I'm saying about they're, they're in your neighborhood, and they're giving these weapons out to neighbors to, ho- to host in their homes. And that's what's causing the secondary surveillance and if you know if you if you think they can be you know in Timbuktu, fine. But there's nothing to talk about then because because that it just doesn't go along with the program. It doesn't go along with you see the handler has to be able to call his buddies in town on his psychopathic network. He yep. has to call them and he has to say, hey, what's his name is coming over right now, and I know that because I'm here and I see him. He's coming over right now. I want you to. Hide all the pancakes. You know? James? James? Yeah. Hi, uh, this is uh, Beth from Florida. Um, I totally agree with you on that because my situation here in my neighborhood, I agree with what you say about the about everything on it. I, I even think that it would, even helping our organization with, if people were aware that they've got, these perps have their information too. Yeah. And even if they if they are made aware, not I don't I my my neighbors wouldn't be afraid. They'd want to know what's going on. And even if they saw things, I even looked. My neighbor Marcos kept looking at some at a clock in the corner of his living room. And he got a new truck the week of my targeting. And anyway, there's a lot of details I'm not going to go into. But I agree with you because I think my even my neighbors would want to know what's going on because. If we did alert the neighborhood that they are being surveilled, if we had any anything to go on to let them know to be aware of it, they're not going to be afraid. They're going to want to know what the hell is going on here. You know, so they're going to want to know. What I, what I can see is that I, every place I've been, they moved people in or people moved in, and whether they were, you know, at first it's contractors. Then the contractors... If the person kind of gets it and is somewhat technically inclined, they can train themselves and they turn into the, the perp, you know, when the contractor leaves. So what they they're increasing their numbers all the time, and there there must be uh, several million of those people in in the U.S. and pro- oh, I'm yeah. sure all over the world, really. Well, my my neighbor and, rents four houses in the neighborhood. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but Beth, is it yes, Beth? 
Yes, ma'am. Um, I don't think you realize, though, who they're, who's feeding the information to, to the public to begin with. Well, I, I don't know who the firms are, but I'm just saying my neighbor was heavily, was, was cooperating with them in the, from the beginning. There was too much um, unusual behavior from him because we were friends and good neighbors before that. He had a cell phone with him all the time, and he was talking Spanish to someone all the time. We were in his yeah. truck, got a brand new truck. He kept looking at the vents. When he talked, he looked at the vents. And he does rent. He did rent houses in this neighborhood. And that red, even the red Ford F-150 isn't there. They were there the, full, the first year of my targeting four and a half years ago. And I'm just saying that's a possibility. There's even an army tag on a house that's being rented down there that he rents from Marcos with an army tag. I also saw a guy with a Navy uh, tag on his car parked in the driveway. Now, I'm not saying that means anything, but I, yeah, I, am, I did, I did, I'm just keeping it in mind because it, this neighborhood does know what's going on. I had something means, happened. Go ahead. You know, it means a lot because that all connects to everything I believe. Well, I, I, I agree with James, so I, I just wanted to make comment on that. If you consider... Yeah, they're, the, they're there all the time. They they get in from the... My perps were here before I even got here. They knew where I was going to go look for a house. Yep. And, yep. Um, and they were all moved in, and they had already uh, compromised themselves, and the weapons were flowing in. You know, and they've got them all around me. And there's all these drones. Do you people have drones? Yeah. You know? Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't see mine during the day, and at night they have light. And if I shine a a, um, laser pointer at them, they will move up really quick or to the side really quick. But, I, you know, it's hard to – they look like a star. You know, it's not that far up, so it's a small light anyway, and it looks like a star. They flicker. I I, I would shoot them down if I – could see them that well. Well, why don't we consider this? You know, um, there is a variety of delivery systems that cause confusion. Uh, of the statistics poll that I did tonight by muting everybody, having them hit star eight, I'd say there's about 25 to 40 percent of the people on this call that are using a smartphone probably don't want to give it up. It may be their main means for communication and their access to the Internet. So uh, it would be good for you to do a call or a YouTube video on how to use the phone app and do triangulation. And the other thing I have to share is just in the realization of uh, we're not thinking as clearly as we would if we weren't swimming in frequency soup. So what would we do if we're a company and we were to form a process. Everybody brings different situations to the call. Uh, We realize the different parameters that are being used. If you go back to the Elliot Ness Mafia days on that, you know, TV show, the different strategies they used, a lot of it was fear, threatening people, kill somebody to scare somebody else, these kinds of things. If we were to take all these parameters uh, of their strategies and put them on a piece of paper, 
<clears throat> and then come up with a flow chart that we would all be able to look at <clears throat> to be able to say, <clears throat> in this situation where maybe when you first moved into a neighborhood, the neighbor seemed friendly, then all of a sudden they weren't. Okay, well, there's a possibility of slander. There's a possibility of somebody being targeted and then having subliminal thoughts or even voice to skull put in their head saying, well, it's your neighbor that's doing that to you. Uh, everybody's getting subliminals put in their their thoughts while they're sleeping. Fortunately, uh, we haven't come up with a firewall for that. But to have a flow chart to say, okay, how are we going to notify the neighbors that we're not bad people, that slander is a big possibility, uh, that, by the way, uh, how would you feel, sir, if you knew that uh, you were being surveilled and somebody was watching your wife take a shower and watching you have sex? Things that would trigger people to make them angry enough to say, what? Show me some proof. And then have a piece of paper showing patents and any demonstrations that we can get our hands on that prove the actual varieties of technology being used. I mean, this sure. is a big project to consider, but we could do a flow chart. Neil? Oh. Yes, Connie. It, it, hi, it's Connie from Connecticut. Um, so I think, number one, if we pointed all our dangerous lights, like um, um, James was just saying, if we pointed all our lights at the sky, I think that would interfere with what they're doing. Um, because I know when people have their Christmas laser lights, because they wanted them to point them at their house, sometimes they got moved and they were pointing at the sky, and then they were getting complaints from, I don't know, was you know somebody flying in the sky, probably the drone operators. But um, So th that's just, uh, and I've done that. I've actually put, like, um, they're like hourglass-shaped, um, liquor glasses that my daughter got from working at a restaurant, and I put flashlights and red lights and various lights all around my house on the outside perimeter and pointed them at the sky, and sometimes that helped my targeting. I haven't done that for like a year. Um, but the other thing is, for the gentleman who was the post, uh, a mailman, and he's been targeted for 35 years, um, you know, most of us are electrically sensitive because of the targeting or, or, and or because of what they're putting in the air, the food, the water, the smart meters. And so um, I myself have a letter that says to the untrained medical eye or somebody not familiar with EHS or EMS sensitivity, the person might be perceived as having behavioral or psychological issues because they themselves are not experiencing what I am experiencing under the same conditions, but that is because I'm electrically sensitive. Number two, the EMS doctor who treated me has been treating people for 30 years with EMF or chemical sensitivity, electrical chemical sensitivity, and he told me, Connie, you are not only electrically sensitive because of radiation and electricity or frequencies. There's another component, chemical and or biological, so everything falls in place. Everything comes together. The chemtrails, the DMOs, the vaccines, the sodium fluoride in the water, the smart meters, the cell towers, them trying to get everybody to install, you know, wireless camera systems, wireless 
security systems and all this wireless stuff, right? Um, yeah. So another thing is for the gentleman, it is I've been recommending detox, detox, detox. Don't shield first. You can shield at the same time you detox, but everybody has to try to get this nano stuff out of their body and off their body. We have layers. I, I realize I have layers of this stuff on my skin, and, and it's in certain places. So I've been recommending this. I give out my number, and I'll give it out again. Some people have called me, and I gave them one-on-one -on -one advice. Some people I spent half an hour or an hour or even two hours on the phone with them. Some people went out and did everything I said. I got two text messages two days ago um, from, actually I got three, um, from the three people that I talked to. And it was two ladies and a gentleman from L.A. And I told them what to get, what to do. And I got one text message that says, thank you. I no longer feel like I'm being electrocuted and the tinnitus stopped. And, I and called I, you today, Connie. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, I didn't talk to you yet. I was running errands. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure you got my message. Okay. Yeah. A another gentleman from L.A., he's like, he, he, after the first day of doing what I recommended, he slept, he slept eight hours and all his targeting things subsided except for one or two things that they do to him. But for the most part, he got a lot of relief. And I've talked to him almost every day for the past, like, few days. And I keep on giving him advice because I keep on trying new and new things. But I can tell you, uh, I listened to Lauren's call, and I think that guy, um, Angel, gave really good advice uh, regarding the patents and how they're using our face and our teeth and, and, the, and our feet and all this stuff. And that's why I recommend Louisiana hot sauce. And today, I did, or yesterday, or the past couple of days, I discovered, it, I got this stuff called um, orange, uh, orange flavor. Um, it's uh, natural orange flavor. And it's only like a four or five ounce bottle. And I add like peppermint to it. And I start wiping down everything. And I use it on my body. I have a couple spots where it's like a hard crusty shell thing, like almost like plastic or glue stuck on my body, and I've been trying to get these off, but uh, and I've gotten them off, but they keep on coming back. So anyways, I've used this orange oil in place with a doctor, doctor. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually feeling a lot better now that I've been taking vitamins. Go ahead, Bonnie. Um, in combination with the Dr. Teal's Epsom Soft Foot Cream, and I'll keep on rubbing back and forth, rubbing back and forth, and then that thing that is like hard glue or, a, you know, a hard polymer. And, and once you get it off, you get down to sandy, gritty stuff, and that's the nano stuff, the nano metals and nano organisms. These things are highly attracted to frequency and electricity, and they can replicate and they can attach to one another. They get into our nasal passage. They go up our, through our sinus cavities. Then they start coiling around the nerves. And literally, these are making it, like, this is part of the reason this biofilm and bioorganisms and what they're spraying in the chemtrails is why we are literally, like, walking antennas. And, we, and, we, and people who follow us, like the gang stalkers, some of them, they, they may or may not know what frequency to send to us to get a reaction from, and I realized as I get this stuff off, 
I pay attention to what they target. So I've been working on my body, working on my body. Well, they kept targeting my ass. And I'm like, okay, I must have this stuff on my ass. And sure enough, sorry, my rear end. So I worked on it, and I'm still working on it. And they have layers of this stuff on my butt cheeks. And it's like, you know what, I felt like I had a plasma antenna stuck to my ass, like a leash on on my butt. So anyways, um, and they're trying to get me on as many watch lists. So you talked about the neighbors and what rumors they spread. Well, I have an indication of what rumors they spread about me because my neighbor in Maryland, she asked, she implied that I was a witch, um, that I was into witchcraft and that I was a witch. And I smiled and I said, no, I'm not a witch, but if I was a witch, I would be a good witch. (laughs) And then my neighbor here he asked me if I was into witchcraft or um, what's another word. There's another word for it. And he also asked me if I was a hacker. Now, when I got scanned by Kidder, the seven satellite frequencies directed at me, which are in the cell phone range, so they're like 2.4, but instead of 2.4, it goes out three more decimal places. So 2.4157 or say. So anyways, I searched my frequencies on the FCC website, and I found they're being used by Lockheed Martin for military experimentation, air ground radar looking for bomb-making materials. I started digging up my yard. <laughs> and um, because I'm so electrically sensitive, some rocks like granite, uh, they actually attract the radiation and hold it, where some other rocks, they, don't, they give off good energy. But anyways, I found all sorts of things buried in my yard that I never knew were there, like computer cables and five-inch nails and anyway, um, I made organite and, um, you know, that's their heart shape. They're made out of seashells, sand, chopped up metals and crystals and they stopped electronic rape for many women and even some men. And I don't think the Air Force liked that. So he mentioned the Air Force. He didn't know what, what role they play. There's three women, four that I know, who have enough evidence um, they use Scanager, um, and they have enough evidence to bring forward their cases. They're at the point where they can get lawyers and they can file their cases. So NASA is involved. The Air Force is involved. Universities are involved in all of them. Um, the government is involved. And um, they are using um, uh, unmanned aerial vehicles, and they usually use them in the direction of the sun and the moon. Um, and uh, so they're using a number of right. things. But these three or four ladies, their evidence is very, very similar. So they want to connect with one another. And because I keep on putting my number out there and, I'm, and I, I've talked to all of them, they want me to talk to each other to see if they're all willing to uh, share information and talk to each other and possibly even use the same attorney or um, something like that, which I think is a great idea because, you know, these ladies, one's on the East Coast, one's on the West Coast, um, they're, they're, one's in the middle of the country. So what do these ladies, these ladies don't know each other, they don't have anything in common, except they're targeting evidence. That's what's in common. And, and if they do connect, they all strengthen each other's cases because NASA is involved, the Air Force is involved, the government is involved, and universities are involved, you know. And, uh, yeah, and I know some of the universities who are involved. Um, yeah, so 
anyways, I just wanted to share that information. If anybody wants some detox advice, um, maybe I can put together something and maybe you can put it on your website and you can say, you know, I can't guarantee anything, but this has helped. Uh, I don't care what kind of targeting you're experiencing, but I think everybody should watch the Lookout for Charlie video. Whether you think it's going to help you or not, like you said, you're going to only end up healthier because this causes, this stuff they're spraying in the air, it bonds easily with lung tissue. Think of how many people are having breathing issues, allergy issues, clear liquid coming out of the nose, that's biofilm, by the way, or eyes, um, skin issues and other issues. But, you know, you're going to see people on oxygen tanks and stuff. And I have a handwritten notebook from somebody who worked on artificial intelligence um, who, who rented my sister's house, and it said the air is going to become too toxic to breathe. We're getting there. You know, it, it is, it's, it, whatever they're doing, it is working. It, it, you know, I don't know how, what their timeline is. The government's always behind schedule. But anyway, um, so my number is 860. 2025. What? 2025. Oh, my, uh, I think it's sooner than that. I think it's going to be sooner than 2025, the way it's going. Um, that's just my take on it because the, these fibers, the fiber technology and fiber fungus technology they're using, it's really creating habits on the trees. Look at the trees. Yeah, but they're going after the ocean. They're going after right. everything. Right. So let me just give out my number and I'll stop talking, okay? Uh-oh. Number is 860-303-1854. I don't know if the gentleman I spoke with earlier today from L.A. is on the phone, but maybe he can vouch. What I'm recommending does work, and it works pretty quick. I watched the Lookout for Charlie video. He said, um, and it's F-A, not F-U-R. He, he, uh, he says, be patient. This could take six or seven months to get off because they've spent years getting it on our, on our body. And I can tell you another thing. Just gargling with um, Louisiana hot sauce or brushing your teeth once, you can try to get this off your teeth, off your gums, off your tongue, your throat. And um, it's not the most pleasant thing, but it's not super hot like Tabasco. And it does get off a lot of the biofilm. I bought all sorts of products, the neem oil toothpaste, clay toothpaste, charcoal toothpaste, you name it, I bought it. But I know how to do things on the cheap, and I keep on trying new, new things. So, um, yeah, Neil, I don't. I, I think I'm. I'm gonna put together some because I can't spend all this time talking to all these people one on one on the phone, and yeah. then they start, and then they start texting me, and they're like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." You know, they're getting relief. Some people I talk to, they're like. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And then I'm like, well, I can't help you, you know. You know, then, you know, don't let me waste my time, my time trying to explain what to do. And what, and what I tell them to do, a lot of this stuff can be done under 50 bucks, 25 bucks. And is that, to me, that's worth getting some relief. Just thinking you're sort of a doctor. Well, it is, I, you know, and people should be paying attention to what you're saying because, we really are being turned into you into antennas, and we're being toxic in the chemical and biologicals by having heavy metals we've been accumulating, 
even depleted uranium has been tested, found in the chemtrails. So uh, the fact that your body makes biofilm with heavy metals and then pathogens that are also released on us from many sources are actually able to hide from the immune system in the biofilm. So th this is a core place to start, and uh, uh, there are some state-of-the-art testing for uh, sporotrichosis or, or any other kinds of fungus and pathogens. Uh, I don't think, based on what I've learned and know, that everybody's going to test for sporotrichosis in particular, but there, there's a couple million different funguses and anything that's going to create a coating over the skin that's going to hold in nanotechnology uh, is still going to give you the same end result. So if there's things that we can be doing that are cost effective that are going to get rid of these things, uh, this is a top priority. I mean, I think uh, that... Neil? The, yeah. Going right along with what you and Connie are talking about, this is Melinda from Sherman Oaks. Hi. Um, on Dr. Mercola's website today, he has a, one of his um, issues is how to detox heavy metals to help end exhaustion and chronic fatigue. And he goes through uh, and has a, a, a lady doctor who's got, who has done, gone into this for years. She has some very inexpensive... Um, ways to do that. And the common metals she works on are aluminum, arsenic, tin, and thallium. And um, she said that people have said when they get this out of their systems th that their life changes like overnight. So, um, you know, I do recommend Dr. Mercola's free newsletter and this article, How to Detox Heavy Metals to Help End Exhaustion and Chronic Fatigue is one of today's articles. Really? Could you um, put that in a summary format that we could put in the newsletter for everybody? Um, um, I could try. Um, I could try. I mean, you know, just the things that are the most important. If they were highlighted, um, I don't know. I just keep seeing flow charts that. You can uh, apply flow charts to things. If you have these symptoms, you may possibly have this. If your neighbors are acting this way, you may have that. If you're put in a situation uh, with well, this kind of a design, it could be this, and this is what you would do to neutralize he, the situation. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He does not present like that. But it's it's more, you know, uh, the metals and. Um, he does uh, mention zinc and uh, magnesium and infrared saunas. I mean, that's out of my sight. I I had a steam shower when I when I you know I redid the bathroom in my house. I don't like saunas. I like steam. But you know they say that saunas really work miracles in pers perspiring out the metals. But uh, maybe uh, let me get this. Um, article over to you and you'll see what I mean. It's really just facts. It's not, it's no charts really. On it yeah, at no, all. I, I don't, I don't mean in this situation necessarily. I'm just saying generally to where uh, we're not just going around in circles because what's basically happened to Skizit and, and I is that we get too many articles and too many YouTube videos 
and too much information. No, I know, and it gets to be overwhelmed, and stuff starts to overlap, but you don't recognize it. But let me say that the things they mention here, like uh, magnesium and zinc, and then selenium, potassium, and iodine. Now, many of us are taking those already. But if you, if you read this article, I mean, everybody can go get this article and read it for themselves and, and decide how to do it. And uh, as you do detox, you know, there are some side effects, especially in the you know, but stomach zinc, zinc and Zinc is a fungicide and so is copper. And most people are deficient in zinc and copper and magnesium. Most of us are deficient, and, and the metals they're spraying are actually going bonding into our, they design to the, the organisms and the fungus and the metals, so our body accepts it. Um, so for those of us who are experiencing more gallons, either our bodies are smart enough to start rejecting it, or we're being hit so hard, um, our body is rejecting it. But these are designer, they design, geoengineered these things, um, to for our body to accept this, so and we. I know. I, 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 read, I read an article about that also. Did you read that article this morning, Luda, on uh, uh, Dr. Listen, Mercola? Every TI must, must, must subscribe to Mercola's newsletter because he talks <laughs> about EMF constantly. He talks about yeah. geoengineering. Give it to him, Luda. They don't listen purging. to me. <laughs> I, I, I and what I what you do with the copper. You have to be careful not to take too much. It protects the myelin sheet on the cells as well. So what I take is three milligrams of a good brand like Solgar, Solaray, every three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I don't overdose on copper because that's not such a good thing. But I take three milligrams three times a week, and I think it does make a big difference. Yeah, trace minerals are so important, but it, it, the word is trace. Right. Word is not overkill. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, and people think, well, I'll I'll take you know a half a bottle of this stuff if it's going to do. No, you can't. Yeah, but boron and chromium. Must be careful. Yeah, boron is another one. Yeah, and I wear, I wear vintage copper cuff bracelets. I don't wear new copper copper bracelets because just like new copper, for some reason, it's not the same as the old vintage copper. Like new pennies are not like the old pennies. But anyways, I wear copper cuff bracelets, and also there's an article, 10 Benefits of Drinking Water Stored in a Copper Vessel, um, Anti-Aging, Anti-Cancer, Anti-Fungicidal, so many great benefits. Um, and and I, don't over, I don't think I overdo it in copper, but I know my perps don't like my copper bracelets because um, if they're too thin, they'll try to get it so it they'll then try to be, get it so it falls off my wrist or I lose it or whatever. They broke mine. They broke yeah. mine. Let me, let me tell people who will purchase copper cups and all, be very careful. There's a very big brand. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's out of Russia, I believe. And the outside of the cup is copper. Absolutely correct. But the inside is not. The inside is aluminum. silver. It's aluminum or it's tin or it's uh, something else, stainless steel. So when you're going to purchase anything, a goblet or anything you're going to drink out of, you better make darn sure that the inside is copper. To heck with what's on the outside. Okay? It's just a, a point of adjustment because if you read very closely on those things, it'll say um, the, the outside is copper, but the inside is lined with something else. Right, and people so think they're buying copper, but they're not. But this is a right. very simple article on Mercola today, and oh, it is. I know many of us are taking a lot of these things, but you have to 
take them in, you know, the right time frame and right. don't take too many. It's worthwhile to search it out. But every TI, go to Mercola.com and subscribe to the newsletter. It's free. It comes every day at least once. And in everything the morning. in there is It's so the first important. thing I read in the morning, yeah. There's food, there's supplements, there's everything. And he's not out there to push selling as much as his research, and he's the most renowned in the world. He has the largest circulation of health newsletter in the world. Don't ever forget that. Yeah. How, how do you spell his name? M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Mercola, drmercola.com. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's all for me. Thanks for sharing. Luda, Luda, we should perform a dance team. We should get something together. Yeah, we got to do this. We can do the can-can. We can go on Broadway. The can-can, and you can yeah. you can kick your boots up in the air, and yep. we'll get rid fall of your hat, my, and then we'll talk butt. about Mercola Zinc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. I'll, I'll just listen now. Yeah, Mel? <laughs> How can yeah. we find out who owns the drums? I mean, I'm just coming to my home. I haven't been here close to a month and I'm coming home and I'm coming downhill it's three overheads right over my house James the one because I've been dealing with this for eight years and from what I've seen the neighbors used to come into their cars and turn all the shit on now it's all automatic pilot I believe there's artificial intelligence that's running the drums. It's a program just like everything else. And it's weird because when I stay with my friends, it's two towns over, and they don't have the coverage that my town has. My town has a lot more. And I don't know if they're not hooked into something yet or they haven't join the board for the whole thing. But, I mean, right over my house, I can see them. If I had a good video recorder at night, I mean, way too low. Way too low. I'm I'm in an all-residential, middle-class, you know, high-end, middle-class neighborhood. This doesn't happen. They will follow you. They will follow you. From destination oh, to destination. Oh, they're always following you. With their GPS and you or the car, or both probably, plus the phone, yeah. you know, so you can't get away from them. And we'll see. But why don't people complain that friggin' jets are going over their house way too low? Way too low. I mean, the whole friggin' house rumbles. Well, they're doing that on purpose to impress upon people that they can be basically attacked. You know, I think I think they don't go too far. They just go far enough to intimidate people. And uh, nobody complains here. Yeah. Who's not targeted because they don't see them. The people who are well, not my targeted don't. My neighbors come out running in their cars when when I come home anymore. They did it for over five years, like clockwork. And, and I don't know what it is that these things are turning on, but I can hear the shit in my house being turned on yeah. if I'm home. Why don't you call the FAA 
and scream and just say, drones are all over my home. They're very low. They're scaring me and the animals and all our neighbors to death. See what they say. I contacted the child because there's an airport right across the river from me, a small airport, and they're taking off out of there, but it's different now. They used to take off out of there, and I believe those were state-owned planes, and I believe the state-owned planes, drones, whatever the hell they are, are... are um, State-owned and their department. They're not going to have a whole bunch of them. They won't have uh, are you a of member? Do you have a place. thing called NextDoor.com? It's a uh, your neighbors uh, join. And uh, when we had low helicopters, all the neighbors complained, and they put up a number for us to call. It's called Next Next. I'm sorry, I don't have any teeth. It's hard for me to speak. NextDoor.com. One word. And why don't you join that? And every time the drones are low, just say, "Has anyone seen these planes real low?" And 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 call somebody. Call the FAA. Call the police. Call somebody to report yeah. them. Well, and get your I neighbors on board. Sometimes you know I can't. I mean, I walked around with a camera in my pocket for over a year, and and it took me eight years get this fucking thing and I got it. I got a picture of it. I went to town hall and this thing came down on me at town hall and I got a picture of it. It's the first time in eight years I got it. But you know, just like you know when your neighbors are coming home because you know their motors. I knew the motor of this damn thing and I said I'm going to get them and I got it. Join your neighborhood next com and get your neighbors on board also. I well, think that would be very good for you. This, this there has been what? going on eight years for me. They went from them <laughs> holding handheld shit, pointed at the house as the perps drove by and I was getting clobbered in the house, to put things in their car. I mean, I have seen it all. <laughs> Believe me, it's much different now. They have They have mastered my house so perfectly they don't need all the neighbors doing this anymore, but they definitely have things pointed, a couple of them, depending on what room I'm in, you know, they still do hop on board with that, and I believe that that's some kind of video that they're doing of me, um, but whatever with that, but this, they have so perfected everything, they don't need all this anymore, and they only have, you know, one car that comes by and drives by and turns shit on. So there's certain things that they have that they need to be in the proximity of your house. Yes. And some things yes. are done much right farther here. away. They're right here. They're right here. I mean, when they want to hurt me, they can fly over me, and this red beam comes out of the bottom of the fucking thing, and my whole middle section, forget it. I'm dead. I can't even barely breathe. And if I'm in my house, you know, they can click, click, click. You know, they always triangulate you, and it's the same effect. But there's certain things in the house they're turning on for other things, you know. For the, I mean, all they got to do is figure out where you are in the house and then send whatever it is they send, and you get microwaves. I mean, my urine is so bad at this point. 
you know, and I'm dealing with all this other stuff with my mother, you know, she's in her last days here, and they are all over me, and, you know, I think they think I'm going to crack because of what's happening with my mom, but, right. you know, I have faith in God, and, and right. they're so wrong, because she's going to be in a better place, she's getting attacked in the dead. Like, all of a sudden, you know, she's her, her head is killing her. And, you know, I don't have the heart to tell her what's been going on all those times because what is she going to do? She's bedridden, you know. So they've been giving it to her for years and me. And it's amazing she's still alive, to be honest with you, but that's God, you know. But, yes, it is. <laughs> Pardon me? How old is she? 80, she just turned 82 in December. Uh-huh. But she has other health issues. She, she's got a lot, you know. Um, been through a lot. She has a lot of complications. But, uh, you know, she's given up. She's actually given up. I've never seen my mom give up on anything because we're Irish. And she's just, she's tired. Her body is just so tired. So it is what it is. And but these things, they, and I watched everything going on at the nursing home, which is West Hartford, okay, Connecticut. Right? They've got the, uh, what's your name The fusion centers in Hartford. My back, in back of me, I have NSA, and the other son is retired Hartford police, now working for my police force, and got promoted big time, like, within the first year he was there. I mean, this is all connected, and my next-door neighbor is active military, so I've been getting really from the get-go, but there's got to be a way to find out you know, if we start logging what time these things are coming over our house, there's got to be a way to find out who owns the friggin' things. And where, where can we find that out? Well, the I mean, I tracked them down to the tower years ago, and they really jumped on my case. Well, the, uh, cheapest, the cheapest telescope is $25 on eBay. And what does it cost for a laser pointer? They they don't like those. Yeah, but those are illegal. You can't you can't do that in Connecticut. You can't do it. You can't do what? Get the, get the laser pointer. That Shoot a laser at them, and, and I batteries. can't compete with them. I just want to know who owns them. You know, three things just went all over my house before I even get home. Turning all the and shit on. Mary. So I like went right past my home, and I went into the next town. And I had the three homers come down, immediately come down, the low-lying stars, immediately came down and triangulated me in the sky watching to see what I was doing. There's a peak um, very close by to my home that's very high up, and you can see all of Hartford. I mean, it's just the scene is is incredible. Um, And I'm just watching what's happening. You know, because I didn't go home like they predicted. I was gonna. I went right by my house. I don't even want to go home. I mean, this is sick. 
it's really sick. But there's got to be a way of finding out who owns them. So it's not, there's so many assets for all this, you know? 
They literally come at you. And then you get the planes going over the house. So there's so many things. And, and, and I'm also on three, three towns. I'm right in the line. At the end of my street is one town. Across the street behind the houses is another town. And my town is another town. So there's three towns joined at the hip with this. I go one town beyond that, and it's, it's different. So that town hasn't joined into what these three towns are doing yet all the way. I mean, if I've watched it. Yes. Okay, if you go to the MCC website and punch in 2.4 gigahertz or 20, uh, 2,400 megahertz, you're going to find military and medical experimentation. Sometimes it'll say stationary or sometimes it'll say mobile. It might say mobile and then it'll actually say whether it's medical or military, what companies are involved, where they're flying out of. When it says mobile, it means I think it means across state lines. Um, and when it's stationary, I think it's just within that, that state. There were a lot going on in California but there were some that were mobile. Some of them were coming from um, Aberdeen, Maryland, um, and other locations. And there is, um, uh, I think James, if he's still, James Lugos, if he's still on the uh, phone, you know, I know one of the TIs downloaded an app and used a droid, and she got satellites. So satellites were directing frequencies at her. Um, also, the three ladies who have evidence uh, they're using weather radar, Doppler weather or Doppler radar, yeah. and they also use stationary, um, stationary vehicles. Um, so you need to pay attention to any anybody has like a stationary vehicle or or anything like that. And and they knocked out. They knocked out. James, you got to mute your phone. They chased me. They mapped out my electrical system on my computer. Hey, you're breaking up. My computer had my electrical system mapped out. They knew what was on 110 amps and what was on 220. So they used my own devices, number one, to communicate to each other. They identified themselves by number, numbers. I was identified by a number. They would communicate to each other what they were doing to me and how I was, what was happening. And um, they used my own electronics. I still have that computer. I bought $150 worth of antivirus and anti-spyware because they, they made it malfunction. The cheapest software, which was made in Brazil, showed me the code and the script. I'm, I'm not a computer scientist, but I, do have, I am savvy with computers. I studied it. They had over 4,800 satellites mapped out on my computer. They knew my electrical system. When I yeah. saw what they did, I called the FBI headquarters when I was in Maryland, and I said because brand-new Toyotas, electric cars, were stopping on the highway and people were getting killed. There were house fires in Boston, and the Malaysia plane went down. What I was seeing on my computer and the questions they were asking me on my computer, like, oh, do you want to do this? That wasn't really the question they were asking. They were asking something else. That cheap $12.95 program showed me the code and the script. It also showed that they were sending frequencies out of my computer. I'm not musically inclined. It had to do with C-sharp and J-sharp or F-sharp. I don't know. Anyways, they had my – so I realized when they had my – 
my um, electric system mapped out on my computer, yeah. and, and they can hack into digital things. And if you have a smart oh, meter, digital. And, yeah. and if you have a smart meter, you got they your can whole house mapped out. And, and they can hack car. And if you're talking, she's at number nine. He's, it, he's like, where are you? And then boom, boom, right behind me. And I got blocked. Right can down to the outlet. They can hack into your car, and if you park your car in a garage or close enough to your house, they then hack into the next digital device. Maybe it's your furnace or whatever. And they can go from one appliance to another to another because yeah. right now everything has a chip. And when I was in Maryland, I knew I was being spied on and watched and listened to. I unscrewed the plate covers. Uh, on, on my switches, there were computer chips held on by the lower grommets uh, on, the, on the outlets and the switches. So I turned off the power, and I replaced them with switches and outlets that did not have computer chips. And it looks like, um, what, like the old chip that you would you know, put in a cell phone like a GSM card or something or whatever, a GSM chip. And so I switched them out. Well, they didn't think that I would go back one or two days later or a week later and keep on checking. And I would check, and wouldn't you know it, there's another switch, there's another chip. And I would yeah. switch it out again. So I kept on do, removing them. They kept on putting them in. Finally, they stopped putting them in. But there were chips, and I got a, a shock when I touched the chip even though it wasn't touching any of the wires, it was touching the grommets of the little round things on the switch. But there must have been enough radiation or electricity that was going to that chip. It didn't give me a bad shock, a slight shock. Um, yeah, so anyways, they hack into everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. But and I love you, but I was talking about drones for a little bit. Right. And I'm you really being hurt, hurt by them. You can get I mean, they're not spending all this money to send these huge things over me all the time for nothing. It's got to be money just to fuel for these damn things. So do you like looking at stars? Why don't you get a telescope and get some pictures? How do you do that on night, though? That's the only time you can see them. You cannot see these things during the day. And I was like, no, I can't. And he said, that's right. And he never will either. They're using the phone Listen somehow. To me. I have a place to, hide, to get but... telescopes that are really great on uh, Goodwill Industries. They have, yes. a, um, they have an auction. How do you get a picture? Like how do you get a good night picture of these damn telescopes. things? I don't know why, but if you want to get a telescope, go on Goodwill. I have a telescope. They have lots of telescopes. They're all used. and I some got of them a telescope. How do you get a picture of these things at night? You hold your no, camera. you have to have a camera and a telescope. Mm. You can hold the yeah, camera yeah. up to it. I've had a yeah, camper can... that goes 70 times and zooms 70 times in, which is incredible. You should see the pictures I got of the moon. Like, unbelievable. The, the only like, other thing yeah, I, I want got, to add I got is... a picture of one once. That, you know, you just if you can find it, you get the telescope, zoom in with it, and then you have to have a way to hook the camera up. Um, maybe you can Maybe you can handhold it. 
No, you can't. You can't. You gotta have. You gotta have a tripod. And you could never hold it. You can never zoom in close enough and be hand and holding it by your hand. There's no way. Yeah, probably. And I've been into photography since I've been in my teens, so there's just no way. You're not gonna do it. Okay. So, you know, three broomstick handles and some duct tape and stick it to your. Oh, camera. I got tripods, but how do I get? It's very hard to get something at night, and if there's anything on it that's identifying it, like numbers, you'll never get it. I used to I used to repair cameras, and if you take a frosted lens, a lens like a piece of glass that's frosted, and you aim the uh, somehow affix it to the to the um, eyepiece, you can it will project the picture on that frosted lens. You have to do it just right, and it has to be the right distance, but it will work. And if somehow you can maybe tape the camera on there, it might work that way. It wouldn't be perfect, but it it might work. Yeah, I tried doing that with the blood moon. It's very hard. Very hard. But I just don't have the right equipment. But there's got to be a way... You know, if you say times, I mean, I was complaining to the to the tower, and the tower's like, well, how did you even get my number, you know? And I said, well, because my friend used to own the plane, and we used to fly out of here. He has a hangar here. But they, were, they couldn't believe I even had the phone number, the tower. But the tower said, you know, we could say something to him, but it's just like they're just getting a hand slap. You gotta call the FAA, but you get absolutely nowhere with the FAA. Nowhere. And here comes another one. I'm like four streets away from my house. I'm gonna get clobbered again. But they don't want me in my home. No, they don't. <laughs> well, why don't they buy me out then? <laughs> The only other thing I need to add, they want this area, you guys. I'm telling you, there's something very military about this area. They just bought a farm, 62 acres, right around the corner from me. And what they need that farm for, God only knows. God only knows what's going on here. But these three towns, I'm telling you, they're joined at the hip. It might have been, it might have been to perp you or to target you from there. There's something strategic about this area. I just I haven't been able to figure it out. I don't I can't figure it out. But uh, you know, so they use they have four grids on me. Uh. Um, the only thing I else I wanted to add is I used student gaslings and I point them at the ceiling and I put newspaper around them so they can't mm-hmm. direct use them as particle beings with me. And I also yeah. have used black lights and I point them in different directions at the floor and at the ceiling. It seems to interfere with what they're doing like they can't find me sometimes, especially when I take tissue, stick it in extra virgin olive oil and stick it in my ears and I do this thing with the lights, they seem a h- harder finding me. I don't know why, 
uh, why the black light seems to interfere with what they're doing. Um, maybe they hate they flash or fun. bright lights. They hate flash and bright lights. They hate it. Right. But they it's really like don't like the black light. They don't like the black light more than re- mm. any regular light. The black light seems to really interfere with what they're doing. I might start getting black lights and pointing them at the sky and then test that out. Yeah. Big black lights, yep. Anyways, when the drone is blinking, they're radiating us. They could be delivering biologicals and chemicals. They are shooting things down my plumbing ventilation pipe. Absolutely. They know my house with a white fog, biofilm, which coated everything, including me. I should have got out when they did that. They did it several times. Um, but they could also be radiating, um, you know, and they study us. So if you're a person who doesn't have a lot of electromagnetic radiation and wireless going on in your house, they can project it at your house. You know, they were doing it to me, my sister, four yeah. houses. She ended yeah, up getting most of my house yeah. is off. Mm-hmm. And but so they love the radiators. Think brain. about it. It's the whole perimeter of your house. Everything's the water pipes. And I'm telling you, they've been working on the sewers and everything else around here forever, not only the cabling. We've been working on the sewers, so there's something with the water pipes. That's where a lot of the frequencies are coming from. Yeah, they are doing things with the plumbing, and if you take, I think, a white laser light and shine it in, like, the drain, it might start blinking because it's detecting some signal, you know, coming... Mm coming through the drain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hear people, just get, if you have an AM radio, put it on 540 AM so it's slight white noise, start scanning your whole house. If you want to know where biologicals and chemicals might be coming in, burn incense and watch the direction of the smoke. Um, if you want to know if there's radio waves and you don't use wireless, burn a candle and watch the flame jump to the radio waves. There's yeah. a number of ways um, to detect this stuff. Uh, very easily and I mean meters and everything are great and help but uh, really some conventional things like a candle and incense and you know one lady I told about the incense she figured out where the chemical fumes were coming in to her house you know so yeah they're spraying us radiating us and zapping us like bugs you know (laughs) I mean, it's not funny. It, it's really terrible what they're doing. Well, but. I, I've been sprayed by standing on my back porch with these things flying over, and you can hear the spray, and it goes right through the tree leaves. And I got well, witness to that one, too, and i soaking wet glasses, soaking wet. Yeah, I so, couldn't so, feel it on my skin. So if it wasn't for my glasses, I wouldn't have even known anything happened. Yeah, if you ever feel wet, that was they probably years with biofilm. But um, I'm going to do the frequency allocation with Scanager. They'll do FOIA requests with my frequencies to the uh, whoever licenses them, like Lockheed. Then they'll start drilling down to find out who specifically is using those frequencies. And that's how these other women got their evidence is through um, frequency allocation. You know, it's going to cost us a few thousand dollars, but it, it's going to be worth it, you know. So I, I pretty much mm-hmm. know know things from my own research, but 
having a, a group team of people, you know, provide that service to confirm what I already know or, or get more information. I hope to have a case like these other ladies. Anybody uh, has something they want to share or question? Just hit star eight on your phone. Anybody know, would it be PowerPoint that you would use to make a flow chart? Yes. You could also use Dizio. D-I-S, I think D-I-S-I-O, Dizio. Okay, yeah. Neil, is, is the frequency list that you compiled, is it available on your website? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. I was talking to one of the TIs, and they're experiencing a certain type of targeting that they're doing to them, and he... So anyways, I told him you have a frequency list. I don't know if he's listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if he wants to get an SDR, I mean... If anybody wants the frequency list and the detection equipment list, you can get it from the citizensaht.org website, or you can email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo. Uh, and the detection equipment list has what's called an SDR, which is software-defined radio, and you can put yourself a spectrum analyzer together for about a hundred bucks that will teach you to start using it and you can go to HD like high definition SDR dot DE it's a German uh, website and it has free software to use your spectrum analyzer and it's actually pretty fun and there's also tutorials on YouTube the, the more people across the country and the world that we can get using these, uh, when you get more up into the three to $500 range, you can get up to 6 gigahertz, which will cover uh, quite a bit of the stuff that's around, certainly not everything, um, but, but enough to take a look at a, a lot of local systems that are being hacked and used, like Wi-Fi and the, the whole smart grid network. So you'd be able to identify with the frequency list uh, which frequencies you see coming up. So you see a bunch of squiggly lines moving across your screen, and the bigger squiggly, taller squiggly lines are uh, the ones that are the strong signals that will really stand out. So uh, the, the lower ones that are a quarter inch high or less are... Uh, not very strong signals, um, but really a lot can be seen, and you can hit record so you can actually uh, have that data to keep. So the more people that are using these, the more actual frequency-based information to say, this is coming from a microwave oven, this is coming from a smart meter, this is Wi-Fi, this is a smartphone, uh, 
well, this here seems to be licensed to such and such a company. Uh, there are some unregulated frequency bandwidths that aren't monitored by the FCC that are used for medical and science research. Uh, so that's kind of a an open world that, you know, whatever they're classifying as research may not necessarily be in the best interest of people's health. So, and so far, we haven't seen the FCC stick up for us because in the Kathleen Waterson case, uh, Levi McCann, who was in the R&D calls, was asked by her to come out because he's a good technician. And he had some legal background, but not as strong of a legal background as as he did as a, a tech engineer kind of a guy. So he did actually prove that a ham radio operator had modified a satellite dish and was aiming it at Kathleen's house. And it was pretty blatant because all the other small satellite dishes were all aimed in the direction that they're aimed in to get TV. And uh, the truth of the matter is uh, the, the FCC should have been brought to court and the police and the proof that Levi provided should have been enough for the law being aiming microwave at a person is a felony and the guy should have gone to prison and been tried in court. So that's not what happened. Uh, apparently the burden of proof was, uh, you know, what would the person's motives be? So what I see is the whole thing was danced around uh, because it would have set a precedent that could have been followed by many other cases that would have come up if it, if it would have been allowed to be established. So if a judge is put in a rock and a hard place uh, with pressure from organized crime networks saying, uh, you know, you're not going to do anything about this case or we're going to do this or that to you, uh, then he, the judge wouldn't be in a position to be able to do what he probably didn't know was right which was to prosecute the guy. Uh, and all she was after was a, a restraining order. But this isn't to discourage people. It's, uh, you know, more people using frequency-specific devices like spectrum analyzers, spending time on YouTube to learn how to use the HDSDR, uh, can gather data. Like I said, you can take snapshots and record and when many, many people are showing these high peaks, uh, as you're watching these dancing across the screen, the frequency number is right above where each peak is. So it, it shows the data. And the, this data gathered all together shows a collective problem that then you know couldn't be ignored. Neil, an, another one of my TI friends in California, she's using common law and federal law and to go um, to, to sue judges and county officials and police and stuff. And what's really cool and interesting about this is um, for some reason they're specifically not allowed to use public funds in their defense. And if they're found guilty and liable, they will not be able to use public funds to um, pay whatever jud judgment she she gets, um, and, and I find this whole thing really interesting. So, you know, I'm learning as she's going along, 
and I'm going to see how this pans out. Um, but and a number of people have had lawsuits in Santa Clara County, California, and um, I, I think they're you know they're intentionally getting local governments involved with fusion centers and targeting people and you know the cops, the community policing. And, and you know this this actually works in their favor because as people start suing counties and you know the police department and all this stuff and public officials, you know if they go bankrupt, who's going to c- come in and step in? The federal government, you know, if they go bankrupt or something because they get sued by so many people. But anyways, I find this really interesting. I have to see how this pans out. But for those perps on the line, just think, you know, okay, uh, are your handlers and controllers and the powers that be, are they going to bail you out when, you, when you're in legal trouble? Because um, common law and using federal court, I think, is the way to go because our, our kangaroo superior court system is definitely corrupt and a corporation. They're CEOs. And um, when every time there's a case, there's bonds that go out and they're bought up supposedly um, by certain countries for huge amounts of money, and there's a performance bond, a bid bond, and a something else bond, and then the court gets the money, and they get issued a 1099 or 1098, you know, the income statement for the money they get. But anyways, um, I find this really interesting that these county officials and judges won't be able to use public funds uh, for their defense or to um, if they're found uh, if they're um, if they have to pay a judgment, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so they'll have to reach into their pockets, lose their homes, and, and things like that, you know? Yeah, that website, Empower Movement, is doing some documents that are going after CEOs and high-ranking officials in, in corporations that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Apparently, a lot of CEOs are resigning because the paperwork is sticking. And, you know, I mean, for for anybody who studies common law, if you get into a common law court, you might have a chance. Dream ones are dysfunctional at best. The big problem is people being threatened and slandered and blackmailed. That's causing people in professional positions that would do some good if they could to not be able to. Another another thing is I was watching a YouTube video and this guy was talking about his targeting and he had this funny lamp behind him on a desk and uh, above the lamp you could actually see the radio waves coming off the lamp. I, I so I should have contacted that guy and said, you need to watch your own video because there's radio waves coming off of that lamp onto your, you can see them on the ceiling, you know, the waves. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you know, they're trying to get people to radiate themselves and, and they redirect my neighbors a light, their doorbells and their lights and they make them like lasers coming at my house. Yes. They can make me think that it's my neighbor. One of my neighbors is pointing things at me. His name is Dean. And um, Jeff Medore actually helped gather, get some evidence that Dean is pointing stuff at my house. And um, Jeff gets B2K. And so one time when he was coming to my house after the conference just to do a drive-by to see if he could detect the signals, um, he heard his B2K people talking to each other saying, tell him to turn it off, tell him to turn it off. 
and when he drove past my house, um, my neighbor had his big door open and was standing, his um, storm door is full glass, and he was standing there with his arms crossed across his chest, staring Jeff down as he drove down my dead-end street. But, um, yeah, that guy's definitely pointing things at my house. I saw it with a CC-308. I saw uh, two round things, in his, one in his bedroom window and one in his front window pointing at my house. Why, why can't you stare them down? You know, they, they're the ones that are doing something wrong. They should bow their, they should hang their heads. What? Well, you said somebody was staring Jeff down. I just said, why not stare them down? They're the ones that should hang their heads. Yeah. No, no, he, he was waiting for Jeff to drive, drive by, and then he was going to turn it back on. But interesting, it's interesting that Jeff gets B2K and, you know, he can hear them talking to him. He hears live people. He's, he, maybe sometimes he's just a but he heard them telling, tell him to turn it off, tell him to turn it off because they knew Jeff was, they can see through Jeff's eyes and hear through his ears, and they knew he was driving to my house or past my house in our cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a lot of people around me. They're killing off my neighbors. My sis- they gave my sister leukemia. They're, the drones are radiating my sister's house, my parents' house. We all live within blocks of each other, and they're above all our houses, and they do they blink their lights and, you know. Neil, how are you doing? Just hanging in there, Billy. I'm attacked pretty badly. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Neil. Did you get to the beach yet? No. <laughs> Hello. Hello, back around there. Hey, Neil. Hi. How are you? Right. I'm getting attacked daily. Yeah. Just you. Not in an easy place. So what's new with you? Um, you know, I believe that mine is from a satellite. It follows me all over. Uh, what yeah. I was wondering is how did I uh, hear you say something about they can catch on to a satellite dish on your house and do something or what? Yeah, I don't have any proof of using the satellite dishes, but uh, there is a good amount of information that has been confirmed with spectrum analyzers of a GPS and a harm signal coming from satellites. Okay. So for, you know, for lack of classified information, I would say uh, the whole smartphone network sends GPS coordinates of people uh, to a fusion center, the fusion center process. Yeah, get her a dish, please, the data somewhere between the the cell towers and two satellites. So it's a circle. I mean, there there's a lot of information on our website about 
the whole interactive network and how it tabs on you and, and sends arm signals. But we actually have seen the GPS and arm signal that Richard Lighthouse's book, uh, Technical Information for Targeted Individuals, uh, states in the beginning of it. And anybody who doesn't have that ebook, it's free. You'll find it at rlighthouse.com. The ebook. What? Which book is this? It's um, technical information for targeted individuals. Who wrote it? Richard Lighthouse. Oh, Richard Lighthouse. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very dazed today. Technical. It's called technical. Technical information for TIs. Was it on Amazon? No, uh, well, it may, it may be, but it's free on his website. Okay. Is it L I G H T? Yeah. H. Okay. Oh. I miss you're, a lot of... Oh, pardon me. Just hanging in there, huh? Yeah, I'm getting microwaved every day. seems like, you know, my hair is falling out. It's fun. Do you keep something on your head? Um, You know, I've tried that, but they go right through anything. I don't know, yeah, but I still keep it on the them. I keep it on What? I get... I keep something on my head all the time, some kind of hat or hats or combinations or whatever, just to keep the chemicals off the top of my head and my hair. And somehow if you use leather, uh, it's harder for them to get through leather with microwave. Leather and lynx fat, I put, uh, during the day I wear two hats with lynx fat, 10 layers of lynx fat in the middle, and as best as I can stick them there, and two leather cowboy hats. And uh, it's... It saves your head and your hair a lot, and it doesn't shrink your skull quite well, as much. Well, I've got some really thick leather shoes, and they go right through them like no problem. And any leather I wear, no problem. Well, then that's not microwave. That's something else, I think. Something else? It could be, because that should be holding some of this microwave back for you. Well, I'm getting a lot where they're just, like, stabbing me in the legs and everywhere with... um, it feels like they're shooting darts into me all over. Sounds like lasers. Laser. Then the next I'm getting, you know, I get in diarrhea anywhere I go. It's where I'm about messing my pants. And Yeah, that's the frequencies. They do it to everybody one way or the other. Well, they got me in church today, so. Yeah, it's a nightmare. They always do it when you're in public, right? When you're around people. Um, you know, I guess, or they fight because I'm in my house a lot. I don't get out much. I've had to have surgery. I had full hip replacement because they did what was called a thumbprint on me. And a thumbprint is like, it's a hard, um, I was vacuuming in the house and all of a sudden it just came real fast and it looks like a black and blue, it looks like a you know, print, and it was like of your thumb, and it snapped my ligament. 
So for six months I was in physical therapy, and then it just it just ruined my whole cartilage. So I had to have total hip replacement. So I haven't been walking for a while, a good year, and now I can, but it's difficult. I never sit anywhere without being covered by um, cast iron cookie seats or something. In uh, with what? With any type of cast iron from like Home Depot that comes in sheets, it's covered in cardboard. A lot of it, or I put it in cotton, quilted cotton. I don't ever sit anywhere. Even when I go to visit people, I always take something with me, and I have my hips covered and put something on my lap. I don't care what so I can, look like. Can you find cast iron that's flat? Because I've got a lot of cast iron skillets. Uh, yeah, well, use even the uh, sheet metal. Is uh, I don't know. It's 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 not that thick and it's not that heavy. It can be carried around. If you get a sheet of it, one of their bigger ones, you can cut it like into four sections. And those sections you can put strategically, like, uh, you know, across your chest when you're home and where you're being targeted. And it's awful hard for a lot of this stuff to get through steel, as far as I'm finding out. It protects a lot. I had restaurant-sized cookie, baking cookie sheets, and they took one of them. They left me one, and they took my muffin pans and... They are, um, they, they're good. They're very good to protect you. That's why they take it. <laughs> yeah, we all go through that. I think that's good to help if they steal it. Can I do something? Can I that lady you had to replacement? What? Have you detoxed? Have you tried to get stuff off your skin? I don't get... Now, I will see a shiny patch now and then, or I'll get drops. But what I'm getting feels like um, sharp metal, like somebody's just cutting me with a razor blade, and it's going right into my skin, my feet, right, the, wherever they want. Okay, they can, have, they can have this stuff on your skin, and you won't even know it. But if you take Louisiana hot sauce, rub it all over your feet and your legs, and then use the Dr. Teal's Epsom salt foot cream, because they're getting smart dust and smart organisms on us. And once they get this on you, they can target you where it's on your body. But when you start getting this stuff off your body and out of your body, if you're shielding, you're shielding this stuff, and it can stay on your body because it's delivered in biosome. So normally this stuff can't let us without a human host for more than six or eight hours. When they deliver it in biofilm, it, it, it allows it to uh, thrive on the body. So when you're shielding and you're putting things on your head and your, you know, all this stuff, you're protecting it, and it's going to wreak havoc on your body. It's going to You know, I use vinegar and I use baking soda and I use Epsom salt. Um, probably need Dr. Swan or peppermint soap. Uh, but I've never, I, I, but the bath, I think, is a little harsh. <laughs> I, I would trust Louisiana hot sauce. What? People need to use Star 6. I recommend it to several Honey, the one thing with the Louisiana hot sauce, you know, I took your advice. I tried it really hard uh, to do what you said. I'll tell you, I'm burnt too bad to use that. It 
burnt my legs very, very bad. If you have burns on the surface, surface or just below the surface, you can't use that hot sauce on you because it if scalded you, me. If, if you use a few drops mixed in with Dr. Keel's Epsom salt foot cream, which is moisturizing and soothing, oh it's going to help kill the organisms and the fungus, and it's going to help get this stuff off the skin. I could, um, I'm using the lime juice is much better and the other uh, body wash with the mint, but I cannot use that hot sauce because I was in such agony and pain. I was ready to scream. You can't and, if you're burnt bad. You can't do anything with that hot sauce. Right, and and they, my hair was falling out, and it was breaking, and they taunted me in spam emails and radio commercials indicating they were going to make my hair fall out and, and stuff, and it was, um, but I stopped it because I did put Louisiana hot sauce on my head, and then I wrapped it in a scarf. Then I flipped my hair. I have long brown hair. I flipped it, and I started combing it out, and I got shards of this biofilm, and then this candy and gritty stuff. And it, my head... My, my head's always covered. I have nothing to problem with my head. I have very thick hair. I have nothing on my scalp because I keep my head covered totally all the time. And that's why I'm not going to deal with all that process when I have so many other things to survive. It took me two hours away from the call tonight just to get ready for tonight to get my armor in place. So uh, I can't do any more. <laughs> that's you, Luda, but the other said her hair is falling I out. I do slamming caps. For a long time. Yeah, that's good. And then they started melting. Oh, boy. Yeah, they use different things. If they can't get through one thing, then they'll use something else on you. Connie? Yes. How long do you have to rub to get anything? I I used that the other day on my arm, and I didn't get anything off. Okay, Melissa, Melissa, who co-hosts Ellis Calls, did it the first time put a little on, and she said it didn't really do anything. Then she tried it again. Then she saw her real skin. Now, I don't know if she did all of her body, especially people need to do their feet. If you feel a burn, a hotness from the hot sauce, it's actually killing stuff. So now when I rub Louisiana hot sauce on places I already did, it's not burning because the stuff is gone. And it's amazing when you start seeing your real skin. Your skin can breathe. The toxins can leave my body too. It's still on my toes. They get it in the toenails. A lot of TIs at the top had toe fungus. You want to get rid of toe fungus? Louisiana hot sauce. Uh, and if you don't want, if Louisiana hot sauce is too harsh, you can get, um, sh- if you have a shop right, in the Spanish section, there's something called, um, it's called uh, Orange X, Orange, oh, Orange, 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 natural orange flavor, and I mix in a few drops of peppermint. The thickness in the peppermint, I start rubbing it, and and with the um, Dr. Teal's Epsom salt foot cream, and I start getting like rubber balls coming off my skin. Once I get the rubber balls off, then I get down to the sand and the grit, and that's the smart organisms and the metals. And um, it, it, once you start getting this off your body, then you concentrate, okay, where are they hitting me? Well, they, they were hitting me on the neck and they were hitting me on the butt. And so I'm like, okay, i got to focus on my neck and my butt, you know. And, and so anyways, um, I, this stuff, not only did it work for me, but it worked for other TIs that I spent time on the phone with. Um, it, 
you know, and I'd given things to TIs, and I don't think they would tell me it worked, and we don't get the same targeting. But if you shield, if you shield this stuff, and they've been spraying us for like 15 years, okay, if, if and I can tell you, they really get me in the shower when I'm coming out of the shower, say I get this stuff off, and I'm not getting totally off in the shower anyways. That Epsom salt, yeah, it'll work, but it doesn't work fast enough, and it's not thorough enough because there's layers of this stuff on my on my body, in certain parts of my body. They get it under the underarms. They get the feet. They get the neck. They go behind the ears. They go for the spine. They go for places people can't see, can't reach. Um, I'm lucky I can reach every part of my body, all my entire back, so... But anyways, um, there's other TIs, and our targeting is not the same. Some get VTK, I don't, and and they're getting released. So something, you know, something I'm doing is, is working. I'm not an expert, but I, I keep on trying things, and I share things with other people. And, and uh, if you're shielding, you're shielding this stuff on your body. It, you're protecting it to stay in your body. Um, and it will stay on your body, and it will recast on your skin, hair, nails, and or you know your your body. So it'll you'll have dental issues probably. Um, a lot of TIs have dental issues, and uh, I don't know. That's all I have to say. Well, I don't know. My daughter, uh, um, she has a <laughs> issue, and it's uh, really bad. But it's it's triggered. I believe it's triggered, and. Oh, it must come from deep inside of her because um, it's just awful when she has one. And um, I get burned a lot, so I don't know. I didn't know if anything could be on my skin. They've been burning my skin for um, 2015. And the Dr. Teal's Epsom Salt Foot Cream, although it's for the feet, I use it on my face, my neck, my Fine, my all over my body, in my hair. I, I added a few drops of um, hot sauce, or I'll use the orange, um, this orange stuff with peppermint, and I'll use the Dr. Teal <laughs> and and it really helps get the getting this stuff off. Once you get this stuff off, they can't burn me, and 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 they were doing bleeds, they were slicing my lips, they were doing all sorts of stuff. The stuff they were doing, they can't do easily anymore. They still try, and they try to get this stuff on me, and I just keep on getting it off, you know. So it's not totally off my body, but I'm getting a lot of it off and getting a lot of relief. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm not getting burned as much. I don't know. I just try to figure it out. My lotion, I got to thinking maybe they were putting something in my lotion that I'd put on every day and night. Um and so I kind of quit using that so much, and it seemed a little better. Although I got burned tonight, and uh, um, my my neighbor, I've seen this, the pattern. They run into their garage, and I think they have something in the carport. And uh, so instead of coming in my back door like I usually do, I, I walked to the other side and stood my, by my minivan. But I got burned even worse. So, I, I you know, I don't know. But I did have my cell phone in the van, so um, my face got burnt especially bad. Um, I don't know how they're doing it, if that's how they're doing it. I have those things that fly over. I think I've heard you talk about it. Uh, they're huge. I think it's a jet. 
but they fly by at night and they can stop in midair. You know, they can just sit there. Um, <clears throat> sometimes in the daytime I can hear them, but I can't see them. Yeah. You know, but but then I can normally see a jet. So I don't know what that is. If that's something completely different. Um, but it, uh, it just like it just like thunders overhead. You know, and you know it's there, and you know it follows you pretty much anywhere you go. So it's just a very curious thing, isn't it? Um, sometimes you you can't tell what you're doing. So I don't know. I've been very vocal about this. The other, the other thing, everybody, everybody should be carrying things on them so that when they are being radiated, hopefully it'll go to the things you carry in your pockets or you have around your neck instead of the water and fluid and blood in your body and tissue. So things like the quantum scalar pendants. Black obsidian, which help ground it out. The quantum scalar pendants give off negative ions. There's many things out there that you don't need to use batteries or plug in, but they can help protect you. And I've given these to TIs, and I used to make little heart-shaped organites. They were so effective. They stopped chronic rage and sexual stimulation for many years. I, I wrote your phone number down. Can I call you another time? And, uh, and I will pay for them. I don't expect yeah, to give them what's, what's, your na- what's your name and what's your area code so I pick up the phone when you call? Debbie? What's your area code? 573. Uh, okay, I'll pick it up if it shows by. Because I, I give out my numbers on the calls, and I only pick up um, if I recognize the number. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. When I'm doing must be working, they're coming at me hard. My brain is working good. I'm at, you know, if anything, I'm underweight. But, you know, and they did, my my face used to be fuller, and it, and these organisms will actually rob the nutrients of the body. So um, so it's really important. You know, I'm, I'm getting better. You know, avocados are amazing, bananas and avocados and things like that. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying well, to get we're, we're, yeah, we're getting wore down, but in our case, it's my daughter's episodes, and it's uh, uh, sleep deprivation lately, like five months of it, uh, just really bad. With your daughter, she had sleep deprivation? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and nobody should use compact fluorescent light bulbs. I've talked to several TIs, and they have them. They contain mercury. They're so dangerous. They should have never sold them. Um, nobody should. So if anybody has them, get rid of them. Try to use old-fashioned ink and try to make sure the frosted part goes all the way to the metal, that there's no exposed wires or, you know, like you can't see the wires in the glass, like these chandelier light bulbs. I can't even be around them. Um, but with your daughter... Have her detox her feet. If she can use Louisiana hot sauce, that's the fastest way. But if she can't, then then consider using like Dr. Teal's Epsom salt foot cream with peppermint oil, and then soaking them in Epsom salt, um, and, and try to detox her feet because um, there's a gentleman, and I don't know if he's on the phone. I wish he, if he was on, I wish he would speak. But he what he was getting sleep deprivation and. He detoxed his feet, and that first night, he, he, he the next day, he said he slept eight hours. So I can just massage him. I can massage her feet with the the 
hot sauce. I don't think it'll bother her. Um, uh, okay, and if it, if it's a slight hotness, it's not like a burn burn, but if it's slight hot, it's killing the the uh, fungus and organisms. And you can even use ketchup too. And when you do it, then rub it, um, then wipe it off. Um, you know, use a damp cloth to wipe it off. This this biofilm it retains moisture. Sorry. Um, well, the I have dogs. Go sit down over there. The um, I honestly think though. I mean, it's worth a try, definitely. But it's, I honestly think they're they're manipulating her through um, devices. Um, through something they've implanted in her is, is what I honestly believe. Absolutely. And, and and the TI friends that I have, we've all been scanned by Kidder, um, and our, you, if you saw our body images where we uh, have higher than normal anemia coming off our body, it's very similar. It's the feet, it's the knees, it's the abdominal section, it's the chest section, then it's the throat and the neck area, and then it's the mouth and the head area. And some aren't heart implants, some are nano clusters. Um, so they know how to get this nano on it, and they know how to cluster it remotely. Some people have felt this, like an invisible force going up and down their leg or wherever, their arm, and they know how to cluster this nano um, in us. And, uh, yeah, give me a call, and I'll, uh, maybe I'll even send you a package of some stuff that can give um, relief to your daughter. And you, yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I sent Huggy Bear a package. I offered to send Neil a package, but I don't think Neil ever calls me. Anyways, I have to go soon, but um, yeah, detox, detox, detox. Connie, do you know anything about LED lights? LED? Mm -hmm. LEDs are used to spy on people, and if you scan it with an AM radio, you're probably going to hear noise coming off. Um, I don't use LED lights. I try not to use LED lights unless I use them in a flashlight, and then I, like, um, try to use them against the perps because, you know, they have all their technology to, like, if you have enough electromagnetic radiation, they can get an excellent visual on you in your home with electromagnetic radiation. I don't have a lot of radiation in my home, and that's why the drones are projecting it at my house. And they're also doing it from the telephone pole. They have boxes and lenses on the telephone pole that are pointing at my house on the front two corners. And they're also using my neighbor's stuff. But anyways, LEDs, they do give off a lot of, uh, they, they, give, they give off some bad energy. I don't know. Not as bad as compact fluorescent. Compact fluorescent are worse. But there is a YouTube video that shows LEDs are used to spy on you. And it's only like a 10 or 15 minute video. It's not the fraction of the cost. And, and only you only need about 5 watts to get like 60 watts of power. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't use LED light bulbs, so I don't know a lot about them. I know they're used to cyanas, and I think they entice us, um, like the compact fluorescent. Oh, you know, they, they, 
if anything's so smart or eco-friendly, I consider it human harmful. I think they entice us with a lot of things, saying this is oh, yeah. harmful. Yeah, that's why I'm asking questions. But, you know, they're going to ban the um, fluorescent, not fluorescent, the um, incandescent bulbs. Yeah. The electricity causes going that. So that's going to tell you something. There's a reason why they're banning it, because it, I think out of all the light bulbs, I think it's the least harmful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a bunch of them, and I I don't I just don't know what they're doing. I know that um, they can they be used. They also several people. Several people I know have got detached retinas, and they have those compact fluorescent in, in like their nightstand or or next to where they sit in the living room. Um, oh, those are definitely bad. Yeah, I they're definitely bad. And the street lights that are LED, those are too bright, and they have blue light. But the uh, yeah, and they can throw off your sleeping and all kinds of stuff. But uh, the the house lights now they can make those soft white very you know in different temperatures so you can get a very low temperature very soft you know light and and it's only a fraction of the cost but so i'm i'm not i'm not saying they're good because i don't know anything about them i'm just trying to figure out what to do but they the cost of electricity is going up and the and they're going to ban the incandescents if they haven't already. Yeah, I I buy a lot of them, and I and yeah, I I have a stash of them because I had a feeling at some point they're going to try to do away with them. Mm-hmm. I do think the black light interferes with them, with what they're doing with me because it, it seems to mess them up. It's harder to like target me. <laughs> I don't know exactly why. I don't know if they're using UV, and maybe it's sort of like jamming their UV, or I don't, I don't know. But How do you use the bulb? Oh, I point them in different directions. Sometimes I have one going along the floor, one at the ceiling, in different directions, and um, it, it seems to interfere with what they're doing because they do triangulate us and, and stuff, you know, and they do have to be yeah. through the wall technology and all sorts of stuff, but uh, it just seems to impede what they're doing. Also, throwing lime on my lawn seems to impede what they're doing. If I throw lime on my lawn, they'll make it rain or snow one or two days later. So they will what? Make it rain or snow. Like my mom, two years ago, my mom was like, I wish it would rain. My garden needs rain, you know, water, and I'm tired. I don't want to water it. And I said, oh, you want it to rain? So I went home, threw lime all over my lawn. That night, it rained. Yeah, and that's not a much rain. It only rained like two days out of a whole summer. So you're thinking that they have to get the lime on? They, 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 they're, spraying, they're spraying my property with um, fungus. But not only me. I mean, I see it. It's on the... It's everywhere. It's on the trees. That's why you see, like, fluorescent green moss. And look at the trees. There's a metallic sheen, moss, fungus growing on the trees, the tree branches. Trees are coming down. If you see the trees that come down, they're usually rotting from the inside out. It, 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 the environment, a lot of it is from the chemtrails and the radiation, yeah. 
Well, you know, uh, our trees are dying, and I just I found out that trees um, they'll block radiation, but the re- way the reason they block it is because they it it stops the radiation and turns it into heat, and that kills the tree, kills the branches, and kills the trunk. I've had trees drop all their leaves right after they ra- irradiate us, and a lot of my trees, most. Half the trees are dying. Yeah. Yeah, it's very noticeable. And um, uh, I throw Epsom salt and lime on my yard, and um, I can t- I can drive and I can look at people's properties, and I can tell who's being radiated and you know who's getting really slammed with radiation oh, because yeah, the lawns are yellow and burnt out. The side well, of the house. Huh? Tell me what the Epsom salt and lime is for. Epsom salt is really good for plants. Um, and, you know, a lot of us are using a worm-type organisms. Yeah. And um, the lime the lime seems to um, counter the biofilm that they're spraying. So, oh, and great, because I've got that on my lawn. Huh? Great, because I've got that on my lawn. The biofilm? Yeah, at night, take a white laser light. You can get a white and red laser light from the Dollar Tree store. At night, shine it around your property outside and see what illuminates. I, if you get the black light, shine it around your house. These people put fluorescent patterns and, and, and trails on my floor. You can't see them with your eyes. Yeah, and you can see them, but with black light, you can see what they did in my house. And how can you see the the coating that you get on your skin outside? How can you see it's it? Not, my neighbor, my neighbor was, I don't know, I he was said he was looking for for weeds, but there's this strip of land that's, I don't know five feet or ten feet wide and he's walking around my house looking for weeds and and then the next thing I know I get this uh, coating on my hand and uh, I figure he's going around putting this somewhere and they're using the they're using the uh, radar to put it on my skin and every time I go by there I, I get it again I got I have to do something to counteract it yeah so, yeah, with so you the lime all over my lawn, the lime I threw by hand, and it got on my body, and I got a ton of biofilm off my body, rubbing back and forth, sitting in my kitchen. And do, and when you get this stuff off, don't let it fall on your floor, your carpet, or your clothes. Catch it on newspaper or plastic. This stuff will leave one thing and stick to another. I used to get it off my back, and then it would be sticking to my thighs and my knees and my feet. So it, wow. this stuff is nasty. It's like a you know polymer, silicon polymer, whatever this stuff is. Mm-hmm. And, and it can moisture, you, huh? Is there a light that can that you can see it with? Will a black light illuminate it? Um, black light, some yeah, it does illuminate some of the stuff they're using. Some of the stuff is like uh, bright white, or sometimes it'll be yellowy orange. When it's yellowy orange, that reminds me of Elvira because she was being poisoned with graffiti, Johnson & Johnson graffiti spitfire. 
and that has a yellowy-orange tint. It's used by police to remove or cover up graffiti. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go out and see if it illuminates with a black light. Uh, yeah, buy the white laser light, the Dollar Tree. It's a white and red laser light for a buck. And and because I a cat had kittens, and I heard them meowing, and it was nighttime, and I shined it, and not my entire lawn illuminated, but you could see where they sprayed it. They sprayed it like a path to my door. Okay, so with a white and red laser light at the dollar store. Yeah, the white laser light will illuminate the biofilm outside on the grass and the lawn. Is this the same thing as like a laser pointer? Yeah. Okay, because I have some laser pointers. Yeah, like if you have stylus, have laser laser light. The black laser light will also, if you turn off your light and you shine it in your home, you might see the fine particulates falling with the white laser light or the black light. I've seen it with both. Um, And that just gets on our hair, skin, and nails and and our... can get in your food and it can get all it can coat everything and then once there's moisture or heat then it starts bonding. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with it right now and take a look. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Is James still there? James. I want to talk about blue lights and LED and all this thing.
uh, Blue Light, which I will send to you, and you can read it to the group some night. I would read it myself, but I won't. I'll try to uh, summarize it for you so that you just get the facts, nothing but the facts. But let me tell you, everybody, stay away from LEDs because that's what's going to cause a lot of uh, damage to the retina, and it's going to cause a lot of legal blindness, and it also uh, gives you uh, macular de- degeneration as well. So, the oh. moral of the story is don't buy them, don't use them, don't have them anywhere around you, and absolutely do never look at the light from an LED. And that's why these uh, computer screens and tablet screens and everything are so bad. Luckily, I don't need to use the screen. My screen is closed. It's only open one inch. My laptop is down. And it's open one inch. I don't have to use the screen, so it doesn't bother me at all. But you people, it will. Over time, it's very bad for you. So I hope this helps everyone to have better eyes. Neil. Pardon? Oh, I was asking. I was going to ask Neil, what is it that they use when they try to put you to sleep with? Like, you know how you're not even tired and they, they put something in your house to make you sleepy? Well, they use frequencies, microwave frequencies to to knock me out. As a, I know I can only, you know, speak for myself, but it's frequencies that knocks you out and puts you to sleep. I guess you will. Okay, okay. Okay, so there's nothing that they, nothing else they, that they use? I want to mm, not for me. Yeah, I don't know, and they do that to me, too. You know, if you start reading a book or study. Yeah. Make it yeah. harder. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because I want to research it, whatever they use. Yeah, I'd like to find out more about that, too, because uh, it's irritating. If you look at your frequency list, it shows you the frequency on the microwave, exactly what the frequency is, and knocks the person out. It's a gamma wave, I think, or something or other. Well, this isn't knocking me out. It's making me feel so sleepy. I have to go take a nap. That's frequencies. Exactly, exactly. That's, That's what frequencies. I'm That's total frequency. Yeah, I believe it's frequency. It's yeah, and I bet you you can find the actual number if you wanted to. Look for it. Yep. Yeah. How we find the number? Neil knows how. The spectrum analyzer. SDR. Twenty bucks. See, they don't want me on the phone with y'all, so they've been trying to put me to sleep for two hours now. Right. Mhm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on because there's lithium being reported in the chemtrails. And uh, higher doses of it are showing pink and gray clouds right around sunset. They're saying they're distributing lithium out of rockets. And it's being reported all over the place. And I've been noticing how, you know, sleep on eight-hour night and mid-afternoon or after I eat, uh, having to take a nap. And then I'll get up and be up for half the night to catch up on getting things done for my day. Yeah, it's irritating, Inca, what you doing there? Got something to share? 
Hello? Yes, hello. Nice to you. Hey, Neil. Going. Yeah, he was talking to well, I, I just wanted to say that I got, I'm having computer issues, so I got um, my whole computer has been freezing up at times. Um, so I, if it looked like I wasn't responding to anyone in the chat, um, it's because I. Oh. I what are you using for a browser? Hey, Mozilla. Oh, you are. You're using Firefox. And what about for an antivirus? Um, why well, I, I run malware like and um I don't, I, I don't have an antivirus but I don't I well, think it's just, let's just cut to the chase do yourself a favor and go to w.eset.com it's e s e t Dot com and download the 30-day free premium full antivirus package and see if some of this stuff stops. Yeah, I don't really think it's a matter of that. It's, I mean, it's real-time hacking. So what? You well, know, why I mean, I've been I've been through 20 years of this. I've had five computers fried, had my house burned down for being a whistleblower against the medical mafia. And I'm pretty much up and running all the time. I mean, you know, we do have some hard times sometimes, but for the most part, we keep our computers going with with Firefox and ESAT. Well, what I was able to find, actually, speaking directly to tech supervisors at Time Warner, was um, there were multiple vi- devices using my router. So. Oh. Um, Bummer. And I only have one device, so it, I mean it's been clarified now. How 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 I can catch those people would be a little more difficult, but I do have. Are you, know, you using Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm connected uh, connected to the to the router. Um, hey, Patrick. But yeah, I did. I I I wanted to just say I I mean I know this. <laughs> Real-time hacking. So, and and I I have a a woman who has a master's in computer programming on one side of me, and they're definitely perps. And then right. I have sex traffickers on the other. Well, they moved out, but um, I link to this a lot. But but what I wanted to say is I think that what I research often corresponds with what. Um, happens to my computer. So I wanted to just say that a few things that, well, you had touched on this tonight, Neil, and I think it's a great thing for the community to know a little bit more about and to, to research the state data fusion centers. Um, there are approximately 80 of them, and they're in every state, and they're state-run and state-owned. Um, and even though they get hundreds of millions of dollars in federal funding, there's no federal regulatory oversight. Um, right. That's just something to look at. But also last week, uh, the Department of Homeland Security pretty brazenly w- was advertising on the uh, of 
a federal job posting website. I think it's got like FedBiz. Um, but they were advertising for contractors to help develop a database to track oh, yeah. and monitor journalists and also to track and monitor um, what they call media influencers. So um, even though it's, you know, the, that fact probably doesn't surprise most of the people in this community, but the, the fact that DHS posted, you know, a job posting in, in such a transparent, brazen manner, I think, speaks volumes. And um, so there's that. But the other thing, too, that I, I've been reading a lot about um, are the, the private, it, not necessarily defense contractors, but the private intelligence contractors, because uh, approximately 70% of the intelligence budget goes into private intelligence companies. And um, the one that's been around since 1910, so 30-something uh, years before the CIA and NSA, um, is uh, Booz Allen Hamilton. And uh, Edward Snowden was working for them when he he was working as a contractor through Booz Allen when he uh, downloaded the information at Kunia in Hawaii. So I, I just want to throw out the topics that I suspect are um, resulting in incomplete computer shutdowns and things like that. Um, and and to, what that says to me is those are the topics that um, they would prefer us not to look at. And um, the, the state data fusion centers, again, you know, just millions and millions of dollars, and um, they are um, both public and private agencies involved. And um, we have no accountability, so that's that's just something to look at. And then, um, and, I, and I know a lot of people talk about this, but I just wanted to reemphasize that um, InfraGuard uh, is really similar in, in the sense that, it, that there's no transparency. And that's a partnership between the FBI and then uh, both public and private companies. And in exchange for working with the FBI, local businesses and business owners are allowed access to uh, confidential FBI files. So if you have people in your life that you know are part of an InfraGuard and they're talking about things that are um, that they should not have any knowledge of in your private life, then um, that's something to think about, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I found it I found it really surprising, even though I know so much of this is right under our noses, but I 
the fact that DHS would just advertise so brazenly for contractors to develop uh, databases to to monitor journalism uh, journalists and but also this vague group of quote social influencers. Um, Patrick, can I just interject one thing? Everyone should go to the DHS website because on there, I think you would be shocked if you read the power of the fusion centers. They are more powerful than any agency in the United States. They're more powerful than the FBI. They have more far-reaching powers than the CIA and everything else. Right? If you, I'm sure you've read that, Patrick. Every one of those, there, there's a list of them what they can do in an emergency, and it's scary. It's very scary. They can whoop us all away, and you'd never see us again based on what they write there. Yeah. You should go yeah, and read I, it. Yeah, thank you for emphasizing that. And they, you know, just the, the lack of any transparency and the lack of any real oversight. I was reading a federal review, uh, like a Senate review, but what was interesting is uh, 10 of the fusion centers didn't even, 10 out of the 79, they didn't even turn in the, the federal survey. So uh, they have incredible power. And then um, this may not be the case at this point because I think a lot of industry jargon changes when we, as people, start to catch up on it. But for a while there... I suspect that uh, instead of advertising for people to um, follow people, um, what I saw in a lot of surveillance role-playing job advertisements was uh, watching and tracking trends. And um, I know sometimes uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, conspiracy theory show that he had um, could be over the top and sensational at times. What I did find interesting is when he did at, um, interview this guy, Lance Clem, who was the spokesperson for the Denver Data Fusion Center. It's called, a lot of them aren't, don't have Fusion Center in the name, so they may be like Data something collection. Um, but Lance said, well, what we do here, of course, is fuse information and we track trends. And Jesse said, well, um, people. And he said, well, not necessarily um, people, but trends could be people. And um, there was also, I saw YouTube where a guy who, um, who calls himself street preacher and and his message isn't one that I I share but I definitely would fight for his right to express it um but I think it may have gotten him targeted because he you know kind of gets a bullhorn old school um fear god repent type stuff um but he confronted a person at a grocery store who who um at first, he starts asking the guy, like, you know, uh, you know, how long have you been working as a perp? You know, how long you've been following people? And the guy's 
repeatedly just kind of brushing them off, saying, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking about. And then finally the guy turns and says, ever since I've been in the military, ever since I got out of the military. I've seen that too. I've seen that video. Yeah, and what's really interesting is um, Joe asks uh, like uh, maybe one more question, but I think it prob- the, the fact that the, that the surveillance role player or perp, whatever you want to call him, answered honestly just, just took Joe or street preacher back. Um, and so he says, yeah, you, you got to repent and, 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 and uh, choose Jesus. And the guy just sort of laughs at him. But then Joe approaches him again in the grocery store. And what was interesting about this guy is that his grocery cart was filled to the top. So when, I, when I've been follow, followed around in grocery stores, um, the people won't even, some of the people won't even bother to get a basket or a grocery cart. They just walk around. Um, so the fact that this guy had a, a cart full of groceries indicated to me or suggested that he may live near there. Um, so Joe's able to get him to start talking again. And the guy, he says something about his mother, which I think may have been sort of like in justification, like, well, I got to have a job. And Joe says, well, you know, those people, they're, they're going to turn on you. And he says, well, they already have, man. They've already turned on me. And then the guy admits to spending time in jail because Joe says, you know, you're going to get in trouble, essentially. And the guy says, well, it wouldn't be the first time I spent time in jail. Right, yeah. But let and me tell you about the... the yeah, the, but he says, the, like, at, at here in the United... But it would be the first time I spent time in jail in the United States. And so that was interesting because uh, he's acknowledging... Um, time in prison overseas or, you know, most likely prison. Um, but then Joe says, well, you know, it's illegal. And the guy says, well, no, it's not, not in public. And, and, and actually it is textbook, uh, illegal to follow someone in public. But, but this, this man, you could tell was under the impression that it was okay to follow people in public. Um, which is again, it's it's textbook stalking. If you're if you go from A to B to C, following someone, um, but the guy says, um, tracking trends. I'm tracking trends. So, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm glad Paula saw that too. Yeah, um, I Joe has that video. Yeah, he has, I mean, I was some of the say... videos are yeah, they're really long. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paula. Excuse me. I, I was just going to say about the groceries being full of, I, I done experienced it. They don't follow me around the grocery store, and they get a full of, of groceries, but they don't pay for them. They just follow you around with them, and then they leave it when they see that you're going in the line. Oh, wow. Yeah, I done, I done experienced it. I watched it, yeah. So half of, them, half of them don't have money to pay for, or they don't pay for it. They're just stalking you around the grocery store. But I seen that video. I seen that video. I thought it was very interesting when he said when he said what he said about no, it's not 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 in public. What do you mean right. not and in I've, public? I mean, I've I've read you know definition of 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 stalking. You know, so it's a you know repeated uh, course of conduct. You know, including following people. So I guess what I'm saying is, a lot of times I suspect. 
people are just being misinformed um, who are stalking us and they're being told that it's not illegal when in fact it's letter of the law illegal. Um, And that video was interesting. I, I read it that the guy who was doing the the stalking was being genuine. Um, But um, so anyways, I appreciate you letting me go into all of that. So Neil, I was saying with the, with the state data fusion centers, it's um, so much of, of um, the, the Intel is going into them and then trickles down into the communities. So, but yeah, I don't want to sort of repeat myself, but so I'm sorry. Ne- I, I just dropped off the, the chat tonight. I, I can't even get past my, um, my opening screen. Neil, I have a question for you. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mute. Okay. Hey, Patrick. Patrick, I have a question. Sure. Yes. If, if I could help. Fine. Yeah. Hi. This is James. Actually, I I, I just wanted to ask you because I have a lot of hacking too, and um, I I get things like uh, they'll do things with the with the mouse cursor like turn off right or left click, uh, turn it so that it clicks sometimes but not others. And it seems like they can control it in real time. And they even did something where they put, where I had to put the mouse in a very, very precise position and click it there or it wouldn't work. And it wasn't right in the center. It had to be off to the side. You get stuff like that? A ton, yeah. I mean, I I have documents. It, it, it's sort of like my the the physical, like my home. In my computer, documents will disappear for months, mm-hmm. then reappear. Um, yeah, the real time cursor. I mean, I've I've taken my hands completely away from the computer, and the cursor is just flying all over the place. I mean, it is remote access. Um, mm. I mean, and knowing yeah, had, there's some process. Oh, go ahead. Me. I was no, going to say ahead. there's some pro- process called macro filtering that you can do with your router that might help um, block some of this. But I, I suspect I'm dealing with some. Well, actually, you know, what some people, well, including people with master's degrees and computer science, you know, what they may consider sophisticated hacking could be the type of thing that a 13-year-old could do while he or she's, you know, talking on the phone. And um, I have... No, I'm going to... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't at at times invested a, a lot of energy into researching the best antivirus and things like that, but it, it's, um, 
it just appears that if if they want to take over the computer, it's it's really easy despite whatever I've done. Yeah. And, well, let me tell you what I think about this. Uh, I think that these hacks are so new and they have them made up all the time that they're not going to be any in, in any antivirus, and that's why they have them because they want to stop people cold if they if they find. I mean, I don't agree with this, of course, but if they find your writing is not, you know, what they want to get out, they can they can shut you down with these things. I had um, I had one that infected my. Well, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it infected. They just installed it because see, they're they're remoted into your computer and they have the same rights you do, and they can install it as they can install it in WordPress. I had one in WordPress. That I could do a search from my from you know like a user would do a search, and what would happen would be that the first items would come up in the search, but you know how there's like more pages. Well, they they screwed that up so that it seemed like it was finding control characters. You know what I mean by when I say that? No, I don't know that term control characters but well characters that are not usually seen or printed uh, and they do you know it's like it's like characters that are not printable and and they uh do things some the machines know like control c it's not a printable character but it does something control okay. v control okay, okay that, well, that makes sense now. Yeah, so they they have things like this built in, and they they had they had it made it look like it was uh, non printable characters or characters that were garbage, but it was always the same thing, and I just realized that it was a it was a hack they put in there, and what what I did to get rid of it, you might remember this, is like it was WordPress, so I say okay, I'm going to call up the guy who made this Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.